In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Okay, you guys, relax, okay? Take a deep breath. Be fine, don't worry. You ready? Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I just did a little something like this. All right, you guys, take your cue from me. I told my wife, I said, well, honey, Big Daddy's about to take out the one-eyed devil in our house. Told me don't play that game no more. I'm going to do something illegal. New shit in the soundboard, fuckface. Insurrectionist nonsense has to say. All right. This is a very important episode. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Kalita has real news. I did. I super don't. <laughs> 
I, <laughs> no, that's not what's happening here on my end. So we better go ahead and knock this out. I thought I, I thought I was ahead of the game on this one, uh, but no, I was not. Apparently, other people watch Greg Locke's uh, live streams of his church services, mm -hmm. and they also noticed that he held a little event at the end that yes. night, had a good time, and some other folks showed up. They thought that it'd be interesting to uh, throw a book that they'd like to, uh, I don't know, remove from circulation, mm -hmm. as it were. And so uh, over here at the folks on the CNN word, that's what Joe Rogan wants to call it, the CNN word. <laughs> we all know that. There is it. I've got the Tic Tac open. I've got Phoenix Collider's McDibble Dobble. There we are. Yeah, let's see a little bit of footage of uh, Greg Locke. And uh, he has some pallets, uh, maybe some lighter fluid or something of some sort. And they set things aflame. And remember, reading is fundamental. It sure is. How much you can get? Just start throwing it in there. 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 Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. sound like a bunch of fucking seals what the fuck was that noise Burn it. Mm -hmm. they, they literally sound like fucking sea lions or something what is that walruses oh no oh it is yeah let's take a look at that she said it's coming in a little hot see and that's good because yeah, you checked that in one. the ephesians to the ephesian people in acts 19 and then so he he made a post talking about his um well, book event, as it were. We're mm -hmm. not going to be hyperbolic. We don't do Godwin's Law here. Really? We don't. <laughs> it's interesting the way that looked. <laughs> I remember my first thought was Klan Rally. Yeah. But like other folks, you know, read more and more connected with history than mm -hmm. I am straight up and down. I don't know history that well. It's not like I don't know about the Holocaust in Germany. You know that. But, like, I went to the Twitter, and someone had a side-by-side -side up with a uh, Nazi book burning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that also looks like that as well. Wow. Yeah. And also, you don't watch Indiana Jones movies, because they had a whole scene at a book burning rally. Fuck. It was actually a very funny scene, too. Uh, yeah. because yeah, Well, of course, because Indiana Jones is trying to get away from the Nazis, and he has a book that's going to lead him to the Holy Grail. And he literally runs into Hitler, and he's like... Sign my book, please. Like, because he didn't know what else to say, so huh. Hitler signed his book. And there's just, like, this pile of books burning behind them. Literally in the movie? Yeah, in the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And Hitler's in it? Well, I mean, not Hitler, Hitler. Someone acting as Hitler. Oh, but yes, okay. yes, yes. But yeah, right? but... Uh, See, when you're talking to someone younger, you yeah, gotta tell yeah, them like, what the hell is going on. Yeah, what you, the did fuck kids even know when Indiana Jones is was a thing but yeah um no but yeah no nazis did a lot of book burnings for the exact same reason that conservatives are now right we want to limit the flow of information and this is of course tied to the we can't talk about sex in schools we can't talk about critical race theory we can't talk about uh trans people existing you know all that shit and that's the type of shit they've always done and that's who they've always been and i think we do have to contextualize it too because it's funny like it's a long time ago but also Hitler is from the same century as us. Right. Like your grandmother was, wait, uh, what, what, what year did it all pop off? The, uh, with us or? Yeah, with America saying, um, I. America got involved in 1941. Okay, my brain was saying 1944, so I was that, off. It so. ended in 44 or 45, so. Okay. Yeah. So your grandmother was born like 19 years after that. Well, I mean, but keep in mind also, we're talking about World War II. 
what do we always, who do we make fun of online all the time? What, shut up, boomer, right? Who yeah. are the boomers? The kids who were born immediately after the war. Boomers started in like 45, 46, because yeah. everyone came home and had babies after the war, because that's what you do after yeah. a horrific world war, you have babies. But I mean, like, but literally, like, boomers were nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four. I think. Yeah, like we're making fun of boomers right now. Boomers were like babies and just being conceived when this shit was happening. Like, it's not that far out. Yeah, and so with boomers being born all the way into the sixties, somebody born in nineteen sixty, when you get to what nineteen eighty, they're only twenty. Right, 1990, they're 30. They're still younger than me now at 1990. At the year 2000, a boomer is 40. Yeah. Right, they're still jogging up and down stairs and shit. Yeah. Yeah, 2010, they're 50. Yep. Yeah, so like, yeah, you literally see boomers relatively spry still. They're getting in their 60s now. It's getting real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting real. Well, the older ones are... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> older, but yeah, the, the the younger boomers are. Yeah, the yeah, last few okay. from nineteen sixty, like Obama's yeah. boomers. Yeah, yeah, I think Obama's like sixty three or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but Greg Locke, he uh had something to say about it because he he gonna make it make sense. All right, sure he is. He the pastor. Because the Bible says in the Ephesians, to the Ephesian people in Acts 19, that they brought their sorcery and their books and their occultic nonsense and they burned it and mightily grew the word of God. So we announced this past weekend that we're going to have a great big old Bible burning. And we are. A Bible burning? A Bible. Did he he mean to say book burning? Did he have a misspeak? Woo! That was a Freudian slip like a motherfucker. (laughs) That yeah. was a real Freudian slip. Wow. Right? It, it makes the atheist think like, oh, you really don't live by that book. And wait a second. Let me, of I'm going to take a look. he doesn't live by that book. He's a fucking grifter. On the super quick fast, I'm going to take a look at Fiends Collider. Give me your decibels oh, on my end. Decibels are looking like this or that. Or you can get with this. You can get with that. You okay, can get you with this. Clean. Okay. I was worried. where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Just, it, it's that 2013 laptop. It's just going to read them how it fucking feels like it. Yeah, you just keep watching that thing and let me know when it's like getting too wacky. Got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my my niece is uh helping with decibel watch. Your account is permanently suspended. Oh, Greg Locke's Twitter account got permanently suspended. Fucking good. <laughs> Fucking doofus. Oh, that was in uh, September 2021. That was still relatively recent. And why did it happen? No more. I ain't messing with witchcraft. I ain't messing with demons. I'll call all of them out in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll call them all out. You better get right out of Harry Potter mess in your house. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Oh, and somebody caught it uh, right up here in the CNN image. They have the um, the one where the Greg Locke is the one in color, of course, <clears throat> and the Nazi Germany book burning right next to it. And uh, now, this is what I told Phoenix Kalita in, uh, like, right before we went live. I was like, they should have picked a different shot from Greg Locke's book burning. It mm-hmm. still would have looked similar because comparing it to Nazi Germany... While you have the clearest person in the shot with their hand clearly clearly have just to- having just tossed a book is a black woman with very well done 4C hair. Mm. 
It's not a good juxtaposition. <laughs> now, I still get it. The whole overall image, I get it, but pick I wonder if shot. the person who did that is like a history nerd. And all they want is just the shot. Well, not just the shot, but also like if it was like part of a larger context and conversation. Mm. Like, I don't know. Because I don't know who posted it, but because that was one of the big things about like Hitler come as it always tends to go right with these fucking fascists. They have a lot more support in the beginning because like everything's always shitty and you're like, he's just going to fix the economy. So then you support them ah. until you find out that you're actually also on the menu. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That shit. Yeah. the Because, bl- yeah, like you're a black Christian at Greg Locke's church in right. the South on purpose. Right. Like you have been fed some propaganda, kid. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I, like, I mean. I, I, you know, and I don't know if that's what the person was going for, but that was my first thought. But I don't know if they actually had good intentions like that. But yeah, because there was like a lot of people who were like, Hitler's not so bad. And, you know, in like 1932, right. they had different opinions by 1940, <laughs> assuming they were still alive. Yeah. It's, it's kind of silly that they're saying like Harry Potter books and Twilight books are the devil. But then you're saying telling people not to wear a mask. That's COVID is literally like killing people and getting people sick. Like, wouldn't that be the devil that you should be fighting off? Instead of no, but, de- but gay like- demons and stuff. Gay demons and stuff. Yeah, what? I don't know. Remember, Greg Locke will get mad at anything. Yeah. These chicks are in there doing and- TikTok dances. TikTok yeah, dances piss them off. But how are yeah. you not mad at the thing that's actually killing people? Oh, because that doesn't matter. That's that what? doesn't matter. You will not wear masks in this church. You will not wear masks in this church. I'm telling you right now, do not get vaccinated. Do not get vaccinated. Now, he's literally, first he told you what you will not do. You ever notice that? Uh, mm-hmm. Hold on. He said, you will not wear masks. You will not. Mm-hmm. He's not even saying, I'm telling you not to. He's saying, you're just not going to. Mm-hmm. And what? Right? And But then also, like, yeah. what are they going to do? Like, rip it off your face? You don't know. You don't want to find out. I want someone to find out. I'm not going to be the one to find out, but <laughs> someone else should. Right. Go there just with, like, for the sake of journalism. On. Ooh, they should do that. Get like a group of people and I'll go with mask on and Harry Potter books. But like people that are like mixed martial arts trained. Yes, yeah. yes, like yeah. fucking yeah. like professional like <laughs> like former Navy SEALs and shit. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not trying to send out the fucking the, the well-meaning white kid with purple hair. Oh fuck no, I'm no, no, no. Send out that uh, send out that one fucking Navy SEAL. Though uh who I think was on like affiliated with a team that got Bin Laden but now is out as like a trans woman. No shit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, get her to go. Right. She can fuck some niggas up. <laughs> yeah, na- yeah. Cause I-, I don't even know exactly. Right? Who even knows what a Navy SEALs training is? You just hear that language. And you're like, like, oh, it's well, official. Right. Yeah, they're a real deal. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that if I walk up to them and ball up my fist, it's not going to go well for me. That's what I know. It's going to be like that Nicolas Cage movie. Where I'm going to be like, yeah, because I'm from the 90s. Ah, ah, bit more. Did you get rid of it? Don't you can get just start throwing it in there. Start throwing it in there. Start throwing Right, like I would have got that shot. Right? Let me run it back just a little bit. Are they showing the titles of the books? I can't see it. Are they showing the titles of the books as they're burning? Um I I'm not. What okay. I thought I just seen Harry Potter clear. Like if you go back a little bit or I, am I I did I thought you I know, saw it too. Is that like a bag or a this, shirt or something that yeah, says Harry like, Potter? So, yeah. Oh, I can see the H. That's the Harry Potter H. I know that font. Yeah. I can't get away from it on Twitter, you fuckers. Read another <laughs> goddamn book. Um, oh, look, he does have some. What is this, Disney's Villains? 
Okay. Oh, Ouija boards, tarot cards, Masonic Bibles were among other items burned. So they just went and bought the stuff and then to burn it. Yeah, that makes sense. They still got your money though, but okay. Wow, that's wild. You know what? I'm fucking doing it. Okay. Uh, compare and contrast. Is that what they call it in school? What do you contrast? Did they call it that when you were growing up? Yep, with two circles and then in the middle. The... I, I'm, pro- I'm probably using that wrong. Wait, they did compare and contrast in a Venn diagram for y'all? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. That makes uh, sense, though. <laughs> what do you Yeah, do? I want to see. I want to uh, look at the Calvin Butts. Or should, I don't even need to try to show it. I'll just mention it because Calvin Butts is the black Christian from the 90s oh. that purchased a bunch of gangster rap albums and then rented a steamroller to roll them over. And then, of course, Snoop's response was, you bought it. Right. Like- I mean, thanks for buying a copy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really though that's like when they um burned all their nike shit like the shit you already own and bought yeah. like what and they did the same thing remember back at the dixie was it dixie chicks remember yes. that shit that was yeah that was and it's, i'm surprised i was actually aware of that because i wasn't i didn't like their records i think it was um really you don't like goodbye earl you you fucking misandrist oh um, remember i'm i'm style over substance it's a whole song about killing a dude. Anyways, um, it's, it's fun. Anyways, um, no, they did that same shit. That they were like, we're going to break our Dixie Chick CDs because they have something we don't like politically. It's like the CD that you already bought. Okay. Yeah. Like, and also, and also, I just like, I have to point out like the, um, I mean, well, I guess juxtaposition of how they complain about like when non-white people protest shit. Like, why are you just destroying your own neighborhood? I don't know, nigga. Why are you burning your own motherfucking shoes? <laughs> like, yeah, you burned your Carhartt hat. Like, what? It was a high-quality hat. You said you had it that many years. That probably you inadvertently endorsed the product. Right? I had this Carhartt hat for 29 years. That's right. outstanding. I think I'll get one. I'll have it until I fucking die. Right, at, least, but that, at least I'm not getting health care. At least really, I have a Carhartt hat. Right. That really is that shit, shit though, where they'll be like, well, look, if they broke into a Target and stole food, that makes sense. Burning your own fucking clothes, shit that you have spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on, because Carhartt and Nike ain't all that cheap. Nope. Fine. Whatever. Fine. And I also, it's interesting to me, I want to hear if there's going to be a response from Turf Island about this. A a response on who did what? I want to hear if Turf Island is going to have a response to this. Turf Island. That is what we call the UK. Okay. I don't know, but there are some some feller folks over on the Twitter that go by Possum Press. Okay. And uh, they have about some, some, I think it's they, when I looked, they had like 4,000 followers, something like that. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, oh, uh, 6,500 followers. Um, They look like your typical lefty type of cats. I don't know them uh, mm-hmm. at all. Uh, but this also came up and it looks like um these folks must have already known and so they made a post apologies for the uh, quality but we want to uh, give a shout out to this brave man who showed up to uh, Greg Locke's book burning to throw in a bible while shouting hail Satan oh my god so the uh yeah the, okay. <laughs> yeah the Satanist showed up <laughs> somehow I'm, I'm happy for him but I'm nervous for him right Right I, 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 in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke you, buddy. 
Are you trying to fucking exercise a demon on him? What are you doing? What are you doing? Throwing holy water on him? Like, my God. Nigga, this isn't a horror movie. He's not a vampire. He's not going to start on fire if you throw water on him. You hear that again. Jesus Christ. Thank you. I rebuke you, buddy. Christ. Wait, did he say, I rebuke you, buddy? I rebuke you, buddy. I can't get over that one. I should have put that in the soundboard. I, but we were, I knew everyone was ready to go live. I rebuke you, buddy. That's good stuff. Hey, I'm leaving. Are you? Are you? In the name of Jesus Christ! I said I did what I gotta do. I burned a Bible. Oh, so this is the aftermath of that. Okay. Go. Go. In the name of Jesus Christ! Go. It is so amusing to hear that in that <laughs> accent. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Like he's clearly a local. Hail <laughs> Satan. Uh, no, Hail Satan! Get out of here! Get out of here! Nick, make, tell Jesus to make this nigga leave then. Right? Your God can do anything, so Strike I've been him. told. Start striking niggas down for being right? so disrespectful. I get why white leftists be trying to move to cities. <laughs> you are not ideologically part of the in-group in places like this. That shit is terrifying. That is on both ends, even the hail Satan, I'd be like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the city. I'm, I, I think these, these Negroes and Puerto Ricans, they a little bit more cohesive. <laughs> hey, rules, they serve. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. So that was just a good old time. Oh, man, the Satanists funny. showed up. And then I, I love, it. it's cute, it's fun. Uh, so under the post are the jokes about because they mentioned they were like sorry about the video quality, mm -hmm. right? And um, and people are under it. Uh, God bless the seven pixels that died to make this video possible. <laughs> yeah, and one person said I thought this was a Wordle score, which uh, that's a that's the thing going on now, right? Folks yes. are wordling. Yeah. Leader, do you know what the blue fuck that is? It I know because I don't do it. It looks like um. Some sort of game where you do stuff with words and then like different boxes turn different colors because people show the colors patterns that they get and be like, this was my wordle of the day. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know if it's like a, I don't know. Like, uh, what's that fucking? Is it like Scrabble or something? I don't know. Is it a game on the phone or is it? I, I think it's on your phone. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right, and um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna bumper us between uh, um, my content and yours. Oh, oh! One thing I was actually saying seriousness. So I really do want to hear from Turf Island on this, um, because remember how turfs are always working with white supremacists. But yes. this is what the white supremacists think of turfs, because that was a lot of fucking Harry Potter books. And J.K. Rowling is queen turf over on Turf Island. I just want to know if uh. they're gonna make a comment. Wait, Turf Island is what? A the Twitter? UK. It's just what we call the UK now. It's like England in and of itself. Okay, it's, it's just Island. a nickname for turfs uh, from across the pond, as yes, they call it. Yes, because they are like taking the fuck over over there. Okay, I got wonder if there's heads in the audience that are like me that are like, who is like, they're probably looking like, oh, at Turf Island. I'll find their Twitter. <laughs> right? I'm like, 
no, what no, is no. the turf on Instagram? No, just UK, it's, yeah. It's not. It's um, on the gram, as, as they say. It is not. But yeah, so I just, I just want to know what the turfs in the UK are going to say about this because they have gotten really uh, in like lockstep with like right wing conservative ideas just for the sake of hating trans people. But it's like, don't forget, these people don't actually fucking like you. Yeah. Do you do you want to keep? They're burning your books. <laughs> do you want to keep playing this game? Do yeah. you th- like, is it more important to hate trans people or at some point will self-preservation kick in? I don't know. Let's find out. And um, so Joshua Furstein. Yes. He still exists. He's still breathing. And he be breathing like for real. Because like that was how I first heard of him was um he would he was like one of those camera right in his face uh-huh. Facebook live preachers like when Facebook live was oh, a new feature mm-hmm. and before that he would just record and upload like a lot of us would do short video clips uh-huh. and yelling his wacky Christian nonsense and folks notice that he breathes real hard and that's the first thing I really caught on him was like a super cut compilation of like his breaths in between his sentences <laughs> and when I was uh, doing show prep I forgot who he was for a minute and I kept noticing as I'm cutting them for the soundboard I was like these breaths are extra funny and I'm gonna save some of these in the clips and then I went back and checked his name and saw that and so Fierstein he um he has a problem with the television mm-hmm. in the house mm-hmm. and he handles it like a man of Western culture should. Oh, God. With violence? With vi- I, you decide if it's violence, all right? I, I, I want to be a debate bro now. So I want to I want to throw some nuance on it. Yeah, I'm nuanced now. I'm 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 a debate bro. Okay? That's never. my thing. I'm reasonable. I'll sit across from someone and I will respect their points and treat them civilly. <laughs> Debate, bro. Give this about 45 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Go in any American home. What- Go in any American home. Let me check his decibels. He seems to be coming in a little lightweight and getting him in order. What are all of the chairs lined up around? Our God. Okay, he is, uh, yeah, yeah he's. What do you even just. Yeah, he's coming in a little lightweight, so I'm going to bring the instrumental down and bring the main volume up. Let's just narrate everything. All right, let's bring him in. Let's party. Go in any American home. What are all of the chairs lined up around? Our God. The dinner table? The average American <laughs> spends six to seven, and young Maybe people no up sense. to 12 hours consuming media. 12 hours. We work too much. Capitalism won't let people do that. People yeah. are, school, work, 12 hours a day. And you know what? And if I do sit and consume media for 12 hours a day, it's because I did five consecutive mandatory seven-day work weeks. Right. And on my day off, I'm splayed the fuck out. I got fucking Uber Eats on my belly. I'm dropping fucking breadcrumbs in the bed sheets and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm there just staring at fucking uh, at the same season of Big Mouth I keep watching for 12 fucking hours. For up to 12 hours consuming media all day long. And we wonder why. And also, like, just the fucking. These people couldn't be honest to save their fucking lives. The way he said, he started off with six hours and now it's 12 hours. What happened? 
where did these other six hours come from? Six hours? Well, what? Let, let's take a look. Where, where you say you said six hours? Mm -hmm. God. Around here? The average American spends six to seven, and young people up to 12 hours. Ah, because it was young people. Are the young people Ameri not Americans? They don't count among the averages. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And up to 12 doesn't mean 12. It means up to... So six. We're back at six. <laughs> well, yeah. But up to 12... Ooh. Young people. <laughs> they don't go to school. They don't work. They just. No, they don't go to school. <laughs> what are they going to do? Go to school? <laughs> That's stupid. Just go to church. <laughs> oh, God. To seven, and young people up to 12 hours consuming media. You know, as a debate bro, I like his tone and I like that he's keeping it reasonable. I'm keeping it reasonable too. We are debate bros together. Oh, I'm wearing a sweater just like him right now, actually. <laughs> debate. All day long. And we wonder why we have a problem. They'll watch everything under the sun, but can't pray for five minutes. So you want to know what I told my wife? That is a long time to talk to an imaginary person. Five minutes? I couldn't do it. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just say <laughs> <laughs> that really is a long time to just be sitting there bullshit. I couldn't. Could we try that? I, I, I won't try that on air because dead air is weird. But like yeah, five, five minutes, minutes just talking to someone who's not responding. Not there. Just me and my brain. Is anybody here? Am I alone? Like, and that's when hey they start God. yelling. Hey, God, it's me, Margaret. Yeah. No, quiet again. Okay, so that's weird. Yeah, like, hey, five Jesus, minutes. Uh, my friend has cancer. Can you like? I'm not, I'm not getting anything. I don't know. And I have too many options now. Fuck that. You know, I can watch like five one-minute YouTube videos. Yes. You could. If they're short what enough, what up? What was that shit they tried to get popping that failed, but it was like five-minute shows or seven-minute shows or something? You remember that? It was like... No. What, what, what? It was, it was supposed to be like a new like streaming service, but like their thing was that everything was like really short segments. It wasn't fine? No. And they got... Cause, no, because they had like celebrities on to do it, and then it oh, just really? didn't go anywhere. This sounds... Like... I don't know if I'm making a false memory, if this like sounds familiar. Yeah, the concept sounds familiar, but I, I can't. Know. See, while you're getting that, we're going to find out what he told his wife. Though we did, um, I, I like to play with the soundboard at the beginning of the episode, so I think that's called foreshadowing. I said, baby, I want to see. I like the laugh, and I, li I like the laugh in between. Baby. Baby, then the smirk <laughs> after. Oh, my God. That's what the women like, right? I mean, he's a clean-cut man, right? Dresses well, has a nice ni nice sweater there. Got a nice undershirt with a red stripe matching the sweater. Right? Well-groomed, well-coiffed. And then he's bod? <laughs> yeah, right? That Men have always had body positivity. Always. Yeah, and then laughs like that. That's what they're looking for. He sounds so fucking creepy. <laughs> right? You would definitely take your headphones out at the bus stop if this guy steps up. 
Yeah, actually you would, because you need to hear where he's breathing at all times, so you know how close he is and how much space you have. You actually kind of fucking do. You know what I told my wife? I said, baby. But I told my wife. I said, baby. I said, baby. I said, baby. No, baby. He so hard. Why does it... It... I said, baby. It sounds like he's spitting after he says baby. And I was like, is this like one of those bad porns where they just spit instead of using lube? Because that sounds like what's about to happen. Oh, Jesus. No. It does. It does. Play it again and tell me I'm wrong, though. I said, baby. I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> God damn. That's why his wedding ring is black. <laughs> this is this is fucking This is death metal Christianity, oh, nigga. Oh god. I want to see miracles in our house. So here's what I did. I told my wife, I said, "Well, honey, <laughs> Big Daddy's about to take out the one-eyed devil in our house." He's about to take out this is not convincing me less about my porn theory her <laughs> <laughs> baby spitting for lube and now i'm hearing big daddy and one eye snake i am convinced that this is about porn what? i forgot the leader can see what he's doing because <laughs> it's 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 a it's a visual show as well <laughs> the one that's been looking at us, staring at us. And so I just said, no, 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 no. Homie, don't play that game no more. Here, here's what I did. I told my wife, I said, well, honey, <laughs> Big Daddy's about to take out. So no one was going to tell me that he looks like Otis. No one was going to fucking tell me he looks <laughs> like Otis with a beard. Oh, man. Uh, folks in the audience, should we should we recommend that movie? Tr put a trigger warning on it? Definitely a heavy trigger warning on it. Yeah, heavy-handed on a movie, Otis, um... But, like, if you're an absurdist leftist that recognizes the trigger warning before you proceed, well, you know what? If you like this podcast, fucking get Otis. We're talking to the wine cellar audience. That's true. Fucking That's true. go spend your money on it. Vote with your dollar. Buy Otis. Our house. The one that's been looking at us, staring at us. And so I just said, no, 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 no. Homie, don't play that game no more. All right, he don't play that game. Homie, don't play that game. But he's talking about the one-eyed devil? Like, what? Is that something in the Bible? I don't, is, no. I don't know if he thought that one through. Because I, that is like a, a penis vernacular. Right. That, oh. I, I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why it sounds, I guess maybe to our age group. I don't know. I don't know if that one carried down. I'm thinking of like the thing, the Cyclops with just oh. one eye. Like, no. Oh, yeah, I've always known it as slang for a penis. Yep. And I oh. would also note that because he said, homie, don't play that. So he's also yeah. referencing homie the clown from In Living Color, yeah. which is way before your generation came way. into existence. Like he is, I, I, you know what? Look, you, can you look up his age, please? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Joshua Feuerstein. Is it like phonetic? I, to a smart person, yes. Okay. Yes. Damn, that's I, I'm a, I'm gonna find out how to word things better. That that sounded very toxy downsy toozy to anyone who it isn't phonetic to, including me actually. 
Nah, I, it doesn't work. All okay, right. Well, just for the record, Joshua Fierstein is actually a pretty popular fucking name. Damn. Uh, 1981. Damn, he is Phoenix Kalita's age. <laughs> yeah, don't she, she? And she shakes her head disapprovingly. Purses you know, lips. Because uh, I see that he has the same, uh, the, his birthday, not the year, but the month and date is the same of someone else that I hate. That's good. See? I tell you guys the Zodiac stuff is real. Ah, Jesus. Keep getting punchlines in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Homie, don't play that game no more because my kids matter too much. What they watch matters too much. Now, say the part that you really mean, sir. And I matter too much because if. Yeah, say the part you really mean. And I matter too much. And I matter too much because if I don't have good kids or a good marriage, it's because I've been watching the wrong stuff. So I just did a little something like this. It just did a little. See, and see, he sounds so old hip hop. This guy grew up listening to rap. I do a little something like, like this. Dude. Homie, don't play that. Right. Yeah, that's why he has a fade. All yeah, right? Yeah. Like, quit playing with me, Josh. also why he's walking around with a fucking hammer. Right? right? He liked a little naughty by nature, right? I bet I bet he wants to wear a fucking padlock neck chain. He wants to look like Trigger Tretch. Wow. Yeah, this guy, I bet he still does the lyrics in the mirror. So who, who, <laughs> what black rapper roasted him that turned him into this? Because you know that's all it took was one black person hurt his feelings. And now here we are. I feel fucking it's, bet it's, you it's with worse his fucking raggedy ass fat albert sweater yes <laughs> it's worse because you think about the fact that he's about our age mm-hmm. he probably got rocked by a white rapper that has the respect of his black peers and now you don't get to be the cool white dude so yeah. you had to go in the total opposite direction. I like retroactively speculating about strangers. Because I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at like the Wikipedia page on this guy. He's a fucking weirdo. Like not just because he's like a goofy Christian, but like all he does, like he wants to be like Alex Jones with these fucking political stunts. He um, told his followers to leave one star reviews and shut down a bakery because they refused to bake a cake with an anti-gay message on it. And he said it was a social experiment on religious freedom, but the people had to close the bakery because they started getting death threats from his fans because they wouldn't make him a cake with an anti-gay message. What? He was at the January 6th insurrection, of course. Oh, Jesus of fucking course. Uh, he put up a Planned Parenthood video in which he said abortion doctors should have to run and hide and be afraid for their lives. Whoa. And that was, uh, and then, okay. And then a couple months later, lo and behold, there was a shooting at a Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs. Not gonna lie, son. That's gangster as fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, he's one of the people who started the red cup controversy over those fucking Starbucks holiday cups, the war on Christmas. I just did a little something like this. Yeah, he's blowing up the decibels. I'm going to get that together. Yikes. And then I move the volume down and I click save volume and I'll try it again. Homie, don't play that game no more. Ooh, that's a different one. All right. Back to him. Yes. Ooh, let me run back to my ski bop, boop bop, ribble rap. You know what? This beat is more fitting for the rest of the way this goes. It really is. Yeah, let's... Ooh, shit, I like this. Don't play that game no more because my kids matter too much. What they watch matters too much. And I matter too much because if I don't have good kids or a good marriage, it's because I've been watching the wrong stuff. So I just did a little something like this. 
Why does this so perfect? <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. Right. Uh, if it, just in case you want to find him on Twitter, his at is at MAGA Preacher. MAGA Preacher. And blam. So he bought TVs to smash them. Uh, yes, podcast listeners. He uh, took a sledgehammer to a large screen television set next to a leather couch on the uh, set of his church after handing his wife the microphone and telling her that he was going to take out the one-eyed devil in this household because I matter too much. I'm still... And there's a couch right there. I told you this was a porno. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ah, this is one of my more favorite episodes. I'll be coming back to this one when I'm 50. And maybe some of you... You know what? Now, again, podcast listeners, check out the video. <laughs> like, the way this guy walks forward toward the camera, they do a cut. But the way he walks forward after smashing it... It's like he smashed the white rapper from his teen years that embarrassed him in front of the pretty black girls. <laughs> and he, he's like, yeah, take that, Jaden. It was the first Jaden. Oh, God, probably. <laughs> like, he wanted to bust that B-boy stance so bad. He <laughs> <laughs> was ready. <laughs> God damn, he wants to be a gangster rapper so bad. Maybe some of you tonight need to go home. Maybe you don't got to break it with a sledgehammer. Maybe you just got to turn it off a couple hours of the day and say, kids, let's get in the living room together and let's be a family. And I want to give you a Bible study or let's watch The Chosen or let's do something. I'm tired of What the fuck is The Chosen? I'm just going to assume it's one of those like left behind type stories, (laughs) movies, genres. But he said no. They're very big about that. Can you look look it up? See? Movie or show The Chosen? They're very big about that genre. Fucking weird. What I up? was saying he just said like get turn the TV off, but let's watch the chosen. Like I noticed that as well, and I'm I, I like that you're pointing this shit out. You're paying attention and you're saying what you see. Right? He fucking said turn it off or let's watch the chosen. So either <laughs> no TV or what I wanna watch and why? It's because I've been watching the wrong stuff, so I just marriage it's because i've been watching the wrong stuff because my kids matter too much what they watch matters too much and i matter too much i matter too much and i'm watching the wrong stuff y'all have stupid shit on tv that i don't want to see you're streaming stuff from your phones to the tv that i don't want to see and i'm tired of seeing it these chicks are in there doing tiktok dances and i want to watch the chosen (laughs) And I guess that's I, what up. The only chosen one I'm finding is about a bunch of Jewish kids in Brooklyn, and it involves their feelings about Palestine. I don't fucking know. That can't be what he's talking about. What is he talking Wait, about? but what if they're loyal? What if these are loyal feelings about Palestine? Well, one of them is quite loyal, based on this what I'm reading. But hmm. I don't know. Guess you'd have to wonder, like, is that person like the main character? Like, are they um, uh, like heralded, if you will? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, there's a t- okay. There's a TV. Ah, uh, this has to be the one. Okay. Ah, there's a t- television drama based on the life of Jesus of Nazareth. There you go. 
Because if there's one thing we don't have enough of yet, it is stories and movies about the life of Jesus. Because if I don't have good kids or a good marriage, go home. Maybe you don't got to break it with a sledgehammer. Maybe you just got to turn it off a couple hours of the day and say, kids, let's get in the living room together and let's be a family. And I want to give you a Bible study or let's watch The Chosen or let's do something. I'm tired of hell having a gateway into my home. It's time we have revival in our family and we're going to. I can relate to what he's doing right now. He keeps pulling his shirt down. That happens to me because my belly makes my shirt ride up, so I got to tug that down. And, <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to make a speech here, but my damn, I don't want to expose my belly hairs. Drive hell out. Drive drug addiction out. Drive divorce out. Nigga, what? Yeah, because that's all you need is TV. That That's what makes or breaks a marriage. Not, not interpersonal communication. Um, not having well-defined ideas of who's going to do what. No, no, no. TV. TV. Or, man, just fucking, you have an audience, you have a microphone. We know what you've been wanting to do since 1998. Just rap. Yeah, be in a porno. <laughs> just, yeah, porn rap, whatever, fine. Porn <laughs> Do it, rap wall porning. Pull porning. Yeah, fine. make it a genre. That's what you're that, gunning well, that- for. He would really be spitting then, wouldn't he? Yeah. See? (laughs) See? On the mic. Or they call it a protruding clitoris, but the mic for him. (laughs) There you go, right? uh, Like a DJ, right? You got the labia on the ones and twos. Porn. Yeah. Do it. Joshua Fierstein hip hop porn. I'm in. I'm in. No, no, (sighs) no. And I hope that someone on Twitter only quotes that from the whole episode. Because when I'm taken out of context, it's still kind of in context. <laughs> All right. Quick Jim Hightower in Phoenix Collider's real news that yes. actually matters and is really worth hearing. Not just my bunch of, well, willy-nilly nonsense. Indeed. Oop, we're from uh, Hightower Radio. How long is Hightower? Uh, he tends to be somewhere in like the two-minute neighborhood. Okay. What the hell? Where's my... It's not showing me the podcast link. Jim Hightower, what happened? <laughs> Read and listen. Radio column and archives. Why are you breaking it? I got attacked. You broke it. Thug life. Shoot. Oh, wait. Do I not... Oh, he must have a limited amount of ones you can access for free. Oh, yep. You cannot access any more free ones. Oh. Damn, that's pretty real deal. That is uh that is rough stuff and it's kinda tough. And now I'm embar- I'm now I'm embarrassed on the microphone. Right, I'm just over here looking like a doofus. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get a little um environmentalism in your system then. <clears throat> it's Thursday, February 10, 2022. Rather than come forward with what their own scientists had concluded, they engaged in a campaign of denial and delay, which continues on today climate scientists rebuke big oil during house hearing disturbing new data finds hot oceans are the new normal plus you may not know unless you've driven an electric vehicle before that once you drive one you ain't ever going back fact check true biden white house announces another major ev manufacturing plant for the u.s all of those major stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics analysis and snarky comment 
We saw restrictions placed on uh, production here in the United States, and now we find ourselves on the brink of war, where literally thousands of lives hang in the balance uh, because of climate hysteria. What are you talking about, Congressman Michael Cloud of Texas? This is your Green News Report. Desi Doyen, I don't even know what the hell that guy is talking about. I can't even make a snarky comment about it because... Uh, he's nuts. Yes. Climate science denying House Republicans were up to their old tricks in a House Oversight Committee hearing this week uh, that was focused on the fossil fuel industry's campaign of lies and disinformation that cast doubt on man-made global warming. The hearing also focused on whether Big Oil's new promises to cut their emissions are adequate under the Paris Climate Agreement. Oh, I'm sure they are. Spoiler alert. They aren't. Oil companies Exxon, Chevron, BP, and Shell declined to attend and were postponed to next month. Instead, climate scientists detailed how those oil companies knew for decades that burning their products causes dangerous man-made global warming, then lied about it to the public and are still delaying the shift to clean energy. The scientists noted that the oil industry is directing only a tiny fraction of their investments to renewable energy solutions. Penn State University's Dr. Michael Mann explained how big oil's public declarations to reduce emissions are belied by the fact that they plan to expand drilling. They love to talk about how they are going to decrease the carbon intensity of uh, their fossil fuels. Um, That's sort of like, uh, you know, your doctor telling you that you need to cut fat from your diet. And so you switch to 40 percent reduced fat potato chips. But you eat twice as many of them. That doesn't help. The net amount of fat that you're taking in actually increases. I I just, I I don't have any snarky comments anymore. It is madness. And that madness matters. A new analysis of climate data by The Guardian finds that a third of Americans are currently experiencing rapid, above-average rates of temperature increase. 499 U.S. counties have already breached the 1.5 degrees Celsius warming limit outlined in the U.N. Paris Climate Agreement. Nearly 130 million Americans across large swaths of the country have seen soaring temperature increases since record-keeping began in the late 1800s. The analysis also found that the United States as a whole has heated up over the past century due to climate warming emissions from fossil fuels. It also matters because the oceans absorb much of the atmospheric heat trapped by humanity's greenhouse gas emissions. A new study from California's Monterey Bay Aquarium analyzed marine temperatures over the past 150 years and found that marine heat waves used to be rare a century ago, but every year since 2014, at least half of the global ocean surface has recorded extreme heat. In 2019, that hit 60%. The researchers warn that marine heat waves have, quote, become the new normal and are yet another piece of evidence that should be a wake-up call to act on climate change. Should be. I'm sure everything's fine. A different study focused on refuges for coral, where cooler currents provide coral reefs a bit of protection from global warming. Researchers found that those refuges, however, are disappearing faster than expected. And that matters because coral reefs are the nurseries for marine life that millions of people rely on for their primary food source. 
But some good news. Please. President Biden this week announced that yet another major electric vehicle equipment manufacturer is headed to the United States. Australian auto electrical equipment giant Tritium, which makes electric vehicle chargers, will build its first American manufacturing plant in Tennessee. And it's going to have a ripple effect beyond and far beyond the one state. Tritium's new facility is going to produce up to 30,000 of these chargers every year. They'll use American parts, American iron, American steel, and they'll be installed up and down the highways and carters in our communities all across the country. So the benefits are going to ripple to thousands of miles in every direction. Well, that's good news. By the way, have you heard President Biden utter the words Tesla? He did this time. What? Yes. It took long enough. It's as if it was a car company created on Mars. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Charge me up, baby, charge me up, baby, charge me up once and shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit. Pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. And alright. Yes. And bringing in the Phoenix Collider show notes. Uh-huh. Miss Colored Ma'am. Okay, well, I guess uh, since we just covered some climate change stuff, why not keep going, right? Yay. Indeed. All Indeed. right. And folks checking this one. Phoenix Collider said we just covered some climate change stuff. Uh, that is also on the feed on the uh, previous longer form recording yeah, for the video. I, yeah, because I know William cares about climate change for some reason. Yeah, man. Whatever. I have like no Thwaites Glaciers updates. I have been looking, folks. It's not like we need water or air or anything, actually. Um, so the WWF, right? You know, WWF.panda.org, uh, World Wildlife Foundation, I think. Yeah. Uh, they have determined that ocean plastic pollution will quadruple by 2050. Ah, and that is pushing more areas to exceed ecologically dangerous thrust thresholds of microplastic concentration. Uh, current projected growth in the plastic and uh, the plastic pollution will cause significant ecological risks with certain pollution hotspots like the Mediterranean, the East China and Yellow Seas, and the Arctic sea ice already exceeding ecologically dangerous thresholds of microplastic concentrations. Negative impacts from plastic pollution are already detectable in most species groups, while the productivity of several of the world's most important marine ecosystems like coral reefs and mangroves are under risk. Yeah, that's going on. How fun is that? 
Um, so the review warns that by the end of the century, marine areas with more than two marine areas more than two and a half times the size of Greenland could exceed equally ecologically dangerous thresholds of microplastic concentration as the amount of marine microplastic could increase 50 fold. This is based on projections that plastic production is expected to more than double by 2040, which would result in plastic debris in the ocean quadrupling by 2050. I'm just curious why we need more plastic stuff. Why is plastic production ramping up? Doesn't seem like a good idea. So that's going on. Um, yeah, and then this is like a long, long ass article. I just want to see if I can find the paragraph about the turtles. Uh, they were noting that turtles are dying because they're like consuming the plastic that's floating in the water. And out of like all the dead turtles they find, over 70% have plastic in their systems. So, you know, I mean... We eat stuff that comes out of the ocean. We should probably keep it clean, maybe. Or not. Whatever. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so that's going on. So um, yeah, we should probably... Not, well, we should do a lot of things about climate change, but we're not going to do any about any of them because I guess Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos don't have enough money yet, so we can't right, and I guess do anything. It starts to sound like, well, why are you even covering it? Hopefully some folks will prepare for the worst. Yeah. Don't even, don't do that hope for the best thing. Don't make me reenact the the, scre- <laughs> the, the quote from Twitter about me. Yes. All right, because I do respect you. I do not think, pre- do not hope for the best. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. The, the best is not going to happen. Yes. All right. You will not hope for the best in this church. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Just saying. Um, all right. I have other stuff. What do we want to do? You want to talk about trans issues, police brutality? Do we oh, want to talk about something fun? Do we oh, want to talk let, about let, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, let's go one to one, right? Uh, trans issues, Dave Chappelle. All right. Dave first okay. or second? Second. All right. So Alabama, these, uh, no, I don't want to read that ad. Uh, the Alabama Senate committee has Senate committee has approved a bill that has criminalized, criminalized treatments for transgender youth. Monroe Smith wanted senators to understand his gender transition was a long process and one that made him success. He spoke in opposition to a bill to ban medical treatments for transgender individuals on Wednesday. Uh, a senior at the Alabama School, uh, oh, Smith, who was a senior at the Alabama School of Fine Arts, described his transition as a slow and steady process involving rounds of counseling and parental consultation before beginning any medical treatments. Not once in this process did he ever feel pressured to engage in treatments, he noted. He said, the focus of my evidence-based treatment did not force anything on me or my family. But the committee ultimately decided to take a voice vote to approve a bill that would make recommending those treatments a felony. So not even giving treatments, but even suggesting that um, trans kids get treatment is now they want it to be a felony. The bill is sponsored by Senator Shea Shellnut, Republican from Trustville, said it would be a Class C felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison for any person to prescribe medications like puberty blockers or hormones to anyone under the age of 19. What? That's not even the adult. You know how I keep screaming all the time about how these weirdo conservatives who hate trans people and hate gay people are also the same conservatives that hate women Mm -hmm. and are anti-abortion and are also the same conservatives that are anti-sex work and trying to ban porn has anyone noticed a common thread among those things lately um they just want to control other people's bodies that but they keep increasing the age 
right? Oh. In Texas, they, it was up to 21. You cannot work in a strip club as a stripper if you're um, over 18, which is legal adult, uh-huh. but under 21. Then it was, we were worried about trans kids, so it was initially a puberty blocker, so kids like middle school age going through puberty. Uh-huh. Now it's kids up to age 19. Abortions were supposed to be, um, you know, they're trying to make it harder to get abortions. So you have to get parental involvement, right? Like they keep getting older and older. And something that I've been trying to explain to liberals that they do not grasp or just don't care about is that constantly framing um, people as um, like incompetent or needing help is feeding into this narrative, right? We're like, but sex work is so exploitative. Nobody would do it. It's these young girls getting caught up in it. They need help. They need us to speak for them. Now, all of a sudden, if you're not 21, they don't want you to work in a strip club anymore, even though you're a legal adult, right? And it was these trans kids, there's, they're confused. They don't know. We have to stop these middle schoolers before they, you know, stop themselves from going through puberty. Now it's up to age 19, yep. <laughs> right? They keep, in, like, someday y'all will learn and they this is going to be the, it's going to be the ugliest I told you so of all time. They keep increasing the age because the goal is an outright ban. They are not trying to be measured. They are not trying to be nuanced. They are not doing this um, to actually try to help out trans teenagers and then say when you're an adult, you can figure it out on your own. No, they want to ban this shit permanently. Like, stop fucking coddling these people. All right. So this is what the committee decided. Um, The bill also requires school counselors not to withhold information from parents about a trans child. So if someone at your school professional thinks that a child is trans, they tell the parents, which also is a huge, like just setting kids up to be abused, like just horribly. But also keep in mind that this is um, a lot of their mentality comes from their perceptions of what they think gender roles are. So if you have a boy in school and he doesn't act quote unquote masculine enough, even if he's cis and hetero, you're going to get that call from the school because he's not acting manly enough. Or if you're a girl, you know, maybe you have a daughter. She doesn't really like to wear makeup. She likes to, you know, like do boy stuff. She likes to climb trees a little bit too much. You're going to get that call from the school because she's not acting feminine enough. Like this is about gender roles. It's not actually about transgender people. It's about forcing people into gender roles because they want that antiquated ass society. Like, damn. You were going to say something? How is this <coughs> legal? Like, they can just, like, okay, let's say, like, there's a masculine presenting girl at the school. Like, they can just call and be like, oh, we think she's transgender. Yeah. Like, what? Isn't there, like, a freedom of expression? No. With these people? No, they want, they want that fucking, uh, what's that show you always be watching? Handmaid's Tale. That is what they want. That is what they are going for. They want very strict gender roles. Uh, they want women at home, pregnant, having babies. They want men outside working. They want to keep their fucking weird class hierarchy. There is no freedom of expression. If you are expressing yourself, you're not doing your job. Like, Yeah. Um, Opponents of the legislation bill obviously said that it shows a profound misunderstanding of gender dysphoria in medical care. Uh, Dr. Nola Ernest, a pediatrician, uh, cited the risk of suicide among transgender youth, saying uh, saying many parents have approached her for help. Uh, and she also noted that, gratefully, we know the use of medication for gender transphoria is an evidence-based standard of care. But then again, you also have to remember that a lot of these people would rather have dead children than gay or trans or non-binary children, so... You know, um, yeah. So that's what's going on there. <laughs> uh, but you know, so, trans ally mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle because he had a friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle. He, he, he a... didn't know that they had kids, but definitely his friend. Definitely his friend. Yeah, because all all my friends that have kids, I just don't know that about them. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? What the fuck is wrong with these niggas? Um, right, and of course, because Dave Chappelle, right, notoriously fucking transphobic and just annoying as shit, and so fucking, I, I can't stand this man. But um, here's the thing. So Yellow Springs, which also I'm amused on like some level that it's called Yellow Springs. I think we all know why. I'm not going to publicly say it. Um, but so uh, Oberer Homes, I guess, is a developer. That's the name of the developer. Uh, they can move forward with a new development in Yellow Springs, with, uh, but without an affordable housing component initially promised to the village uh, after the city council recently voted against the village's own plan Monday night. So this is Dayton, Ohio. Um, the village initially asked for uh, the development to advance affordable housing in the village, including in an area uh, that the village would later be able to use to develop into affordable housing, as well as more duplexes and townhomes. God, I hate duplexes. Uh, but Monday night, after complaints from residents, including comedian Dave Chappelle, the village council voted... Um, to uh, revise the plan unit development zoning. This means that the zoning reverts to what was previously approved with 143 single family homes on the lot and the homes starting around $300,000. The development that council voted on Monday night would have included 64 single family homes, 52 duplexes and 24 townhomes. But the Yellow Springs Council president wrote a memo describing the housing plans and uh, villagers, including entertainer Dave Chappelle, lobbied against the project. Chappelle even threatened to pull his business interests from the village, which include a plan for a restaurant called Firehouse Eatery and a comedy club called Live from YS. Y'all heard it, right? What did I say? Anybody? Oh, we were, che- we, we, we were checking, yeah, we're checking a, 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 a potential decibel disaster. Oh, what happened? That only happened on this computer because oh. it's a 2013 computer. Okay. Oh, it's like starting from... Okay. Uh, so, um, so keep in mind, they were supposed to... The original plan was 143 homes worth $300,000 each, starting at $300,000 each, right? Not necessarily affordable for most people, right? So they wanted to change it to 64 single-family homes, 52 duplexes and 24 townhomes so more people could live there at cheaper cost and dave chappelle said no and threatened to do what pull his business interests from the village which include a plan for a restaurant called firehouse eatery and a comedy club again i would reiterate the key in that sentence is the word plan he threatened to pull his business interests from the village which include a plan for a restaurant and a comedy club. These shits don't even exist yet. They took affordable housing out based on the promise that he's going to get this shit up and running someday. They don't even exist and they fucking, yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to share this to the uh, black atheist group. Actually. I think that'll just be fun to look at. Obviously it won't get a bunch of comments now, Mm -hmm. but I just want to see. Cause like the transphobes, they loved bringing up Dave Chappelle as much as possible. Yeah. Like, when everyone was like, like, we're watching fucking Squid Game now. Well, a new season of Big Mouth just dropped. We're watching F is for Family now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're off that. We're bored. Like, we're done with that mm-hmm. shit. We've moved on. And they're like, hey, Dave Chappelle. Like, they would literally just say, y'all still hating. But like, like what? But also literally, like, if you're, a f- again, where are the jokes and the memes and the punchlines? No one has told me a funny joke from that last fucking special. Can you tell me the headline that you have? Uh, I am on the Dayton Daily News, and it is Yellow Springs votes no on housing plan after Ch- after Chappelle speaks up. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah. 
And um, let's see, do, 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 scrolling back down. Uh, Dave Chappelle repeated his threat at the Monday night uh, council meeting and said, I'm not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. All right. Other villagers cited concerns with traffic flow, uh, problems with the proposed homeowners association and water management. <laughs> okay. Uh, run resident Matthew Kirk, a member of the Citizens Board who worked on the project, said he was uh, excited, but his views soured. Okay. I think it's important to understand the framing and how those products attract different home buyers. How many more ways do they need to say, get the fuck out of here, you fucking poor pieces of shit? Right. Um, two council members voted for the revised project mixing homes. Um, but council members Carmen Brown, Lisa Krieger voted against the project. Kevin Stokes, who lives near the project, recused himself. So that's what's going on. So Dave Chappelle, wasn't that a thing he was saying in his special where he was like, he just be giving money to everybody? Like he was at the, the pink pussy hat march and someone was like mean to him or something. So he just left, but he dropped like $100 or money. Remember he was saying that shit? I don't. He said that yeah. in that special. Okay, I just, but that's the thing. Nothing from the special was worth remembering. Oh, I remember a lot of it. I just don't remember anything funny. Oh. (laughs) Which is kind of sad because it was a comedy special. Yeah. But yeah, no, he was saying that shit about how he'd be donating money to this and donating money to that and like gave all this money to that trans woman after uh, she committed suicide and her to take care of her kid that he didn't know existed because they were like really good friends and that's how you know that you're good friends that you don't know your friends have kids. But um, no, because this is the sort of thing we talk about is like when we talk about trans people facing discrimination, it's a lot of that shit does also impact income, right? This is how marginalization works. You're less likely to, less likely to get that business loan to start your own business. You're less likely to um, have a smooth time in college or getting some sort of formal education to advance your career, right? You're less likely to get hired if you're trans just because you're trans. Like... You're less likely to be rented to if you're trans. All these things impact, have impact. So yeah, like trans folks, marginalized folks, folks who have been marginalized for various reasons do need affordable housing. And Dave Chappelle told them to go fuck themselves and that he wouldn't put new businesses in this town, businesses that don't exist yet, they're still in the planning stage, that he's literally so angry about the idea of living next to middle-class people that he would rather close down businesses and take jobs out of a town. But this is your guy, right? He's and, very woke. He's and this area, woke. this is like near where he lives. This is where he lives. Now, didn't we cover uh, the story that you brought out of California where you had us guess like how much the houses cost? Yeah. And like in saying they didn't want it there. Yeah. So Dave Chappelle is just like those people just, in that story we oh, covered. Oh, wow. Yep. The Brad Pitt story? Um, not that one. The one where it was the people in the Brad Pitt one. That was the one with the, uh, the raggedy houses in New Orleans. Mm, yeah. And the one in California, remember, she was like, uh, guess how much these uh, houses, and, and guess the demographics. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was yeah. like, uh, it's like 90% like, white. And like 0.0% indigenous. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like one black family there, probably. And it was the same thing with they're trying to get the low income houses and the people, yeah. they, they more affordable. Because even what, what you, she mentioned, right? Because like when they say low income, they're probably even talking more so like lower this middle is class. Actually, yeah, they're not even probably. talking like straight, they're not talking about like straight up poverty. This right. is actually worse than I thought. Oh, worse than she thought. Because they aren't rich there. So he's actually actively trying to get the poor people kicked out. He's trying to gentrify it. Well, help the gentrification along. Because right now, according to this, the average household income is less than $100,000 a year. 
and they want to build $300,000 houses and no townhomes, no duplexes, that's to kick out the residents there who he doesn't think should afford to be there. Right. And like collectively, this household, we're under 100,000. Like even at our height 2020, we're under 100,000. Yeah. So like modest little crib like this. Nah, get out. We're bringing in remodelers, mm-hmm. right? They're, oh, don't worry. They'll descale the plumbing. Dave Chappelle has 3000 bucks for that. Upgrade the electrical. Dave Chappelle has 10000 for that. Or really the rich people that he once moved in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, the average income is about $75,000 a year. And I met one of his... I think he was on Saturday Night Live some years ago, like before he decided that he was going to be the anti-trans man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was joking about uh, white people, of course. And he said, poor white people are my least favorite white people. Right. Which yeah. is like a joke I get even at right. the time and now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like some work and work class white people. They could be a little in. Well, Ed, right. they could be pretty Ed. But then also, the rich white people are racist too, and they have the power to let the poor white people act how they act. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's um, really interesting to me looking at that. Um, Yeah, like the police that got Dylan Roof a whopper from Burger King before they took him to jail are well-paid white people. Police are not poor. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something else I hate hearing, like, when I, um... Because sometimes I try to brave an episode of the Young Turks and listen to Chank. They always point out, you got to pay the cops more and give them more incentives. Cops are getting fucking paid. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of cops living in the projects. That's part of why we don't like the fact that they're uh, policing it. Right, Right. exactly. Yeah, shit. Fucking cops ain't fucking broke. Phoenix mm-hmm. leader see something oh neat. I'm just glancing at the um to see if I can find like a direct because that's the thing Dave Chappelle keeps saying if you do this I'm pulling all my interests out I've invested millions you have to do what I say type shit yeah. but he's not giving a specific reason why I'm trying to see if I can find like the I mean obviously I know why but I just want to know if he said why like mm. since he's popping all that since he's not afraid to say anything oh, he'll like say anything Dave Chappelle made a statement like fucking tell me why is he gonna um, like sugarcoat it and, like he's not his- gonna he's not he's probably not gonna release a statement and this article this is another the same outlet but an, another article about this story oh. it says Chappelle did not say exactly why he opposed the new development but Max Chrome an architect who works with Chappelle on his business interest in the village says the development was designed to serve people from elsewhere and didn't serve the village. It's not designed for the benefit of the villagers. So affordable housing, when people are making $70,000 a household, is not in their interest? Make that make sense. $300,000 houses are in their best interest Yo, when they're only making $70,000? You gotta bust your motherfucking ass to make 45000 You gotta bust your ass in half to make 50000 you gotta basically just fucking take a meat tenderizer and beat your own ass every day to make fucking sixty thousand, mm-hmm. and you basically just give your ass to your employer yeah. and just say stomp on that all day to make seventy. And honestly, it's probably because it, that's the how, median household income, which means that that's probably a two-person household. Mm-hmm. It's probably a couple, you know. Damn, like, it's... and that's seventy thousand, which means they're making like. 30 and 40 or 35 and 35 you know what i mean like respectively right. Ooh, 
I want to see what, what how Daily Mail is trying to spit their game. Okay. All right, so here's the headlines I'm looking at as I'm looking, right? Fox News. Dave Chappelle issues statement on threat to withdraw investments over Ohio housing development. CNN. Dave Chappelle spoke out against affordable housing plan in his community. Uh, Dayton Daily News. Uh, uh, Oberer. Oberer. I, stop letting them name stuff. <laughs> Oberer moving Yellow Springs plan forward. Chappelle responds to criticism. New York Post. Dave Chappelle claps back after affordable housing. Um, and it has a dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sports.yahoo. Dave Chappelle says he shot down the development. Uh, okay, player. Dave, Ch- uh, Dave Chappelle clip where he speaks out. Okay, clip. Let's uh, set that aside. And but DailyMail.co.uk, Dave Chappelle didn't kill affordable housing in Yellow Springs. What are you talking about? I read a direct quote where he said, "If you go through with this, I'm leaving." <laughs> like that's pretty much. Uh, no, he says he opposed a half-baked plan uh, to to build a $39 million cookie-cutter development where three of 143 lots were for future low-cost housing. He hates cookie-cutter stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why all six of his last Netflix specials were so different from one another. Wait, there were six? Oh, no, it was over six years. Oh. Yeah, over six years he dropped a special. But he did drop a lot of them. We should count how many again. Matter of fact, can you check? (laughs) How many many Netflix specials did Dave Chappelle do? Now, you know Daily Mail, they basically put their whole article in a bullet list in case you don't want to keep reading. And to my understanding, that's how they keep right-wingers as their main followers. Bullet one through... Two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, no, ten. Oh, no, 2016, it was a six stand-up deal. Yep, he did six. Okay. I don't even know the names of They're not worth remembering. Of None of them are fucking funny. I don't even remember four of them. This shit was so I boring. I literally don't remember four of them dropping. You think about that. Six <laughs> years. Six years ago was 2016. That was the year we moved in together. Did we lose our sense of humor over those six years? We watched Lucifer. We yeah. laughed. We watched The Strain. We laughed. Mm-hmm. F is for family. Mm-hmm. Big mouth more so me. Mm-hmm. But I guess you you like, because you're, you're, you're into the Jewish. You <laughs> like that. They do make a lot of good Jewish jokes <laughs> on there, yes. Yeah, like we laugh at shit. Hell, you got me watching that movie Clue. Yeah. I'm laughing at shit that I was close-minded to my whole life. Clue's fucking I hilarious. Did not lose my sense of humor. What was it over the past six years of Dave Chappelle's comedy that just wasn't funny? Maybe he's just not fucking funny. He's not. Um, bullet list. Uh, Chappelle on Thursday responded to claims that he opposes affordable housing. Uh, CNN, ABC News, and Slate were among outlets slinging the accusation. This is how right-wingers like to write it. Because CNN and NBC News are the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And then Slate, that is to hit their audience with... That's the left-wing media. Okay. I listen to Slate. They're super not. They're they're pretty much standard, like, conservative Democrat. Uh, <clears throat> who did you say? Slate? Yeah. That's hilarious, because I was looking on Twitter to see if Dave Chappelle commented, and I was literally scrolling past Slate as you said that, and their uh, tagline is how Dave Chappelle blackmailed the town into rejecting affordable housing. Yeah. <laughs> 
And see, and, and that's who that's who Daily Mail is referencing because they're coming from the more right wing perspective. Okay. They're saying uh, they were among the outlets slinging the accusation. Uh, Chappelle says that the deal he opposed was cloaked as affordable housing. Oh, it's cloaked. So it was fake affordable housing. Okay. And also, like, I don't believe that either. I that, really don't. That it was fake affordable housing? That, that's what he thinks it was. Huh. Well, let, let's, uh, let's actually move over from it. What up? Oh, because I was just going to say with that, um, if that was the thing and he really thought it was because it wasn't, um, like, affordable enough for the community, he would have said that in the meeting and been very loud and vocal about it the whole time. Right. Because I can't find a quote from him. The only quotes I can find from him from news outlets is him saying, if you do this, I'm pulling out my money. I'm leaving. That's mm-hmm. all I can find. I cannot find quotes saying this doesn't go far enough. This isn't solving the homelessness crisis. Like it, I can find nothing about that. That would be his main argument. The whole, from the start. Find, from yeah. the start. I'm looking for, apparently there's an audio bite where he's actually speaking. Nothing has taken me there, though. CNN, Dave Chappelle spoke. Oh, here it is. Okay. Let's hear the Funker talk. All right. Load the clip, CNN. Can you hear me? Yes. Let me make sure. I'm going to turn the music down. I didn't even know that was him. Wow. Yeah, he aged like a bigot. Yeah, I mean, you act like white people, you age like white people. You Ooh. don't get you don't get to be a beautiful black person anymore. You look like an old white man. You just look like his friends, which are old white people and an old uh, white trans woman. She's dead. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. He's friends with Caitlyn Jenner too. Of course, he's fucking friends with Caitlyn. Oh Jenner. yeah, Caitlyn's a big Republican. Yeah, cause well, yeah, weren't they like uh, I I, I almost talked like Tariq Nasheed. Weren't they hugged up? <laughs> but like, yeah, I remember in that time, like, yeah, of course, Caitlyn Jenner would come down on that side. Yes. yes. Hi, I'm Dave Spell. <laughs> what the fuck? I hate these niggas. They always cut in this. I just want the video clip, man. Hi, I'm Dave Chappelle. Oh, is this oh, him yeah. making a statement in post? Wait, this is from December 6th? What's this one? I just want to say I'm uh, adamantly opposed to it. Obviously, I live behind the development or the proposed development. Uh, I do have many business interests. Doesn't he have a massive amount um, of fucking land? How the fuck does he just live behind yeah, I something? I thought he lives like a, doesn't he own like a farm or something? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he said that in his special too, that because of COVID he had to cancel his show. So he just had like in his, in his corn, corn field. field. How do you don't live um, behind shit? Also, I did find a 45 second clip of him talking and I can tag you in it on Twitter. Is he wearing like a white shirt with no, gray sleeves? No, it's the one you just had where they were cutting in where he said, hi, I'm Dave Chappelle at the meeting. Oh, okay. Yes. It's tag 45 the wine seconds seller. from that. Yes, ma'am. All right in town i've invested millions of dollars in town if you push this thing through what i you know the funny thing about when people say they invested as if that's something they did for you remember what do people want on investment money back yep return, return. so he's really saying I made money off of this town right, <laughs> right? but they frame like damn he really is all right, I don't know. Like I, I always say, like you can't de-black yourself. Yes, you can. He ain't black. He Dave Chappelle. I'm <laughs> investing is no longer applicable. 
Oh, yeah. Don't let Dave Chappelle get fucking accused of anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't down with you. Oh, God. No. The, well, basically the same crowd that rolls with Cosby. Yeah, Cosby and R. Kelly defenders will be with you. Ooh. Yeah, I tagged you on Twitter, so. All right, yeah. so let me go to my uh, Twitter notifications. 55 seconds a goat. And here we go, where he walks up and lets everybody know, hello, I'm the celebrity. What? What are you doing? So uh, it looks like is it a city council meeting? Mm-hmm. But why? But yeah, why was everyone's hands up like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold up. What is that? What the fuck are they are doing? They clapping? <laughs> Jazz hands? I don't know. <laughs> what the blue fuck was that? <laughs> they all did it so in seat too. Like, no. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave Spell. <laughs> I just want to say, and Marianne, I can talk to you about this privately. Um, I don't know why the village council would be afraid of litigation from a $24 million a year company while they ix out a $65 million a year company. I cannot believe you would make me audition for you. people like that no no you don't you have cooned so long you cannot you cannot talk to them as if an equal that is not how white people see you you have seen to that you step and fetch and audition all the fuck they tell you to this is what you wanted this is literally your what your entire career is based on this is like Steven, like, for, <laughs> saying, now I'm the Django. I rise the host. That, the character's name was Steven, right? The ultimate coon in the Django movie? Oh. Samuel L. Jackson? Was like Henry or I don't fucking know whatever. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He kind of looked, he has a Samuel L. Jackson vibe from that shit. Seriously. Okay. Oh, no. We're going to be done recording by the time I get that. I'll right. just let it go. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get back. Village council will be afraid of litigation from a twenty-four million dollar year company while they ix out a sixty-five million dollar year company. So is he saying that who they're trying to bring in is twenty-four million, but mm-hmm. he is sixty-five million? Yeah. Okay. I cannot believe you would make me audition for you. You look like clowns. I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. That's all. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Right. did you see, did anyone hear anything about you're not helping poor people enough? Where no. was that? If that's what this is about, where was that? All he that. said is you're treating me like a nigger and turned around and left. Mm-hmm. That's basically all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, God. Also, and- did you know his mom used to work for the State Department in Africa? Wait, Dave Chappelle's mother worked for the State Department in Africa. Mm-hmm. What? Who's doing what? I don't know, but she got there right after someone got assassinated. Wait, this was in the 2000s. This was earlier than the 2000s, this was a long time ago. Oh, wait, was this something about a Hootsie? I don't even, I don't know that history that well. But yeah, um, I haven't read the whole thread yet, but it appears that she um, was in the Congo, which is one of the United States' kind of like fuck around projects. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to read more about it and find out what she was doing there because I would like to know. Why she was there on behalf of the federal government. It was a, a Leopoldian mission. 
Might have been. All right. Uh, reference we're making. Uh, re- uh, we're callously, right? That I think that was callous the way I did that. Callously referencing King Leopold, who actually did a larger genocide against African peoples. Then mm-hmm. right, and it's not. I don't want to compare, compare, right, and be like, well, don't pay attention to that one. But goddamn, we get ignored. Yeah, we really do. We, we well, have quite the Holocaust coming our I way. I mean, even the fact that there's only one the Holocaust, like implying it's the ho- like it's mm-hmm. the only one. Yeah, did you know that that Holocaust is a word that could be applied generally? No. Yeah, it's really not just that one. Yeah, that that's what they. I'm I'm saying they now. I mm-hmm. should say when I say they, who am I talking about? Um. I mean, most people think of the Holocaust as, you know, Hitler killing, you know, and even Jewish people, which is even, like, not fully accurate, right? Yeah. But, because, um, right, there was, like, disabled people and gay people and sex workers and it's Roma people. It's 6 million and, versus 12 million. Right, exactly. When people say 6 million people died, no, 6 million Jews died, 12 million people died in concentration camps. Yeah, um, and we should even <laughs> say we're murdered. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're murdered. But, um, no, like, all the things, like, I think it's very fair to consider um, a Holocaust, like the transatlantic slave trade, all the people who died be coming over here in chains, that's a Holocaust. Uh, all the Native people who were genocided off their land, that was a Holocaust. A Holocaust is, like, a mass murder of people, like what they did in Africa, what you were referencing, um, killing more Africans than Jews died in the Holocaust, that's also a Holocaust, but yet everyone thinks of the Holocaust as only that one event, as if that is the name of the event, and not Holocaust as in an ongoing term to mean a mass genocide of people yeah it's always the holocaust and not a holocaust or that particular holocaust wow. yeah all right uh so dave Chappelle is a pretty neat guy you're a big fan oh yeah i love dave Chappelle. what all right mm-hmm. and i'll cut that micro recording there we are all right neighbor reno mcfenis Kalita, did you what did you want to do more Oh, more stories? Did uh, did you have it in you? Uh, yeah, I can do one or two more. Uh, oh, did you have any? Well, what's your most important one that you want to get out there? Um, I don't know, because my Facebook won't load. Oh, um, shoot. <laughs> um, no, well, man. there's the Biden administration one. Um, oh, we should maybe cover the um, that candidate... Who's oh. running with the Confederate flag? Oh, that's right. I do right. want to save that for the last because that one's fun. Uh, we should we should go ahead and rock that one because by the time we're done, it's gonna be almost uh, noon. That's true. Yeah, we okay. should all eat a hamburger or something. Eh? So, also just as a side note, we're not obviously we don't have time today, but I do have a story about a police officer in Georgia who accidentally shot multiple bystanders trying to stop a car thief. Accidentally, accidentally. multiple. Uh, how bystanders. old were you in uh, 2007? I think it was 2007. I, I was. Seven or eight? Yeah, yeah. The um, that was when uh the police shot Sean Bell in New York fifty-one times, fifty-one bullets, and what they put in their report is that it was on accident. Mm-hmm. Fifty-one. You've never shot someone fifty-one One, times on two, accident. Three, four, five. I think this is back when uh Scotty Reed he didn't have Black Talk Radio Network yet. He just had a show called uh, I think it was called like One Black Man's View or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh. And I like what he did. He was like, 51? I'm going to actually play 51 gunshots on this show. And he just played them, and it took a while. And then at the end, he said, oops? Really? An accident? Which also, like, 51. There's only so many bullets that a gun holds. That means you had to 
let it go and reload and keep yeah. shooting. Oh, no, okay. it was multiple shooters. Lots of cops. 50, I guarantee someone was reloading. 51. Someone, yeah, and it was like right before his wedding. But then um, it never got to make the news hard because Casey Anthony came flying in right behind it. Yep. And Casey Anthony obviously took over the news for years after. I think like three consecutive years, Casey Anthony ran the fucking news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't until like 2010 when that died down. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get Fiends Kalita's. Uh, all right. Fiends Kalita done found herself a really <laughs> cool colored Negro man that she yeah, wants to wait, talk about. Wait, are you going to pull it up? Oh, oh shit, it's video. It's a campaign ad. Can't, that's right. All right. Did you tag me in the Twitters? It's in the, um, I put it in the Facebook group. Facebook group. All right, let me get there. Wait, let me see if there's a. And can you introduce me up? Um, who is this fuck? Who is this funkster? Or do we need to just get it from the campaign ad so we can get the real shit. truth? We might actually have to get it from the campaign, honestly, because I thought the video was in here and now I can't find it. That's fun. Oh, no. Um, oh, okay, wait. No, I don't just. I don't want your fucking ads. I'm not signing up for your shit. Okay. Um, so the... Um, Phoenix doesn't use the application. She uses I the web browser. Um, okay, so they do have a hyperlink to the ad in the Hill link, which oh, is the okay. one that's in the show notes thread. Okay. So anyways, so this is a Senate candidate who I just... I, I wish I could vote for him. <laughs> Uh, his name is Gary Chambers, and he is running in Louisiana. This man is very fucking brave. Uh, so he is running in Louisiana for the Senate, and he went viral last month for smoking a blunt in a campaign ad and burning a Confederate flag while decrying restrictive voting laws in a video released Wednesday. Okay. He's about it. Uh, in the one-minute video titled Scars and Bars, Chambers is seen wearing a camo jacket as he pins a Confederate flag on a clothesline and ignites it right after reciting the famous Declaration of Independence line, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. As the flag burns, the Louisiana Democrat argues that inequality lingers and remnants of the Confederacy remain in the South. The candidate mentions gerrymandered districts and restrictive voting laws as byproducts of the Confederacy. He says, quote, the attacks against black people, our right to vote and participate in this demo- this democracy are methodical. Our system isn't broken. It's designed to do exactly what it's doing, which is producing measurable right inequity. Participate in this democracy are methodical. Gerrymandered districts are a byproduct of the Confederacy. Our system isn't broken. It's designed to do exactly what it's doing, which is producing measurable inequity. One in 13 black Americans are deprived of the right to vote. One in nine black Americans do not have health insurance. One in three black children live in poverty. It's time to burn what remains of the Confederacy down. I do believe the South will rise again, but this time it'll be on our terms. I'm Gary Chambers and I'm running for the U.S. Senate and I approve this message. And his 4 hair just... Oh, he's going to get shot. This nigga cool as hell. They're going to lynch the fuck out of him. God oh, damn. Gosh. I hope he, he probably always had like I hope he has really good if security. Oh, if you do that, you nobody have to. mentioned that. That little flip of yeah. the okay. Nobody even mentioned that in the article. Yeah. So for folks that might be listening to podcast audio, he's like flipping the American flag and revealing the Confederate flag. And also, he does not sleep. He looks like Lil Boosie in a Vlad interview. Mm-hmm. Or doesn't wear his glasses. Huh. Damn, I like that they got the danger. I wonder if that was an artistic choice. It has to be. In the video. Yeah, making sure the word danger gasoline shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like with it, also the flag being a little bit blurry in the back. Right. Yeah, like he's I'm saying, like, don't try to imitate what I'm doing. This ain't nothing to play with, because I'm calling the dogs on myself. Right. Like, he is calling Gary Locke on himself. Yeah. He's calling Joshua Fierstein with that sledgehammer. Damn. It's cold. Yeah, there he is. Now he's pouring the gasoline on it. Now it's in frame. His arms are extended, so he doesn't get the gas on himself. He puts on the sunglasses, which is, like, cool. We're 90s kids. We like that. He's got the Zippo lighter, so it's like an action movie, so you can... Right, but with his initials on it, so you know it's his. Damn, that's why he didn't toss it, and he was like, that's actually, that costs money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, damn, I wish I could hear it now, because he's really... Yeah, it's the same yeah. one. Oh, but there's he was saying I saw something about black children in poverty or something. Oh, yeah, one in three um, black children in poverty. These truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, but here in Louisiana and all over the South, Jim Crow never really left, and the remnants of the Confederacy remain. In 1873, when a black man named PBS Pinchback won a U.S. Senate race, he was never seated. They claimed election fraud. The attacks against black people, our right to vote, and participate in this democracy are methodical. Gerrymandered districts are a byproduct of the Confederacy. Our system isn't broken. It's designed to do exactly what it's doing, which is producing measurable inequity. One in 13 black Americans are deprived of the right to vote. One in nine black Americans do not have health insurance. One in three black children live in poverty. It's time to burn what remains of the Confederacy down. I do believe the South will rise again, but this time, it'll be on our terms. I'm Gary Chambers, and I'm running for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Oh, yeah, they they going to lynch this, man. They going to get you. But I really, that's a good fucking ad. Yeah, it's just fucking strong. <laughs> like, I'm, what, I'm in. I'm Where do you say is for Louisiana? Louisiana. Chambersforlouisiana.com. Ah, damn. Wow. God, I'm... Co- can- Huh, Can we look up? at the comments and see what they're saying? Oh, shit. It does have 253,000 views. What do we got? Uh, jog, uh, the one that they have up at the top, right? So this is the one that's getting voted up the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, jog Wheel says, I used to make uh, political campaign commercials for a living. This is an excellent, provocative, and very effective spot. Well done, Gary, and good luck for, on your race. Now... Mm-hmm. That's because it's sorted by top comments. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to sort by newest first. Okay. Our terms. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Heath McEwen. <laughs> everybody vote against this joker. He turns every, he burns everybody because he goes burning American flags. At least one of them, the federal credit flag. Um, Ain't no different than burning it. Uh, strike flag of America with oh. the scars. They both got stripes. One's in an accident with the stars. The uh, <clears throat> And others that stars. I This is actually the words as they are typed. Yeah, like, it sounds what? like a patriot. Uh, the David Pakman. It's a page. Yeah, it's a hatred mail. Oh. Yeah, this is just a fucking meltdown. It's not over. Okay, so 
Uh, both got stripes. One's in the... There's no commas, no periods. It's just straight running through. Uh, got stripes. One's in an accident with stars and others that stars in one corner. <laughs> Burning either one is should be a federal crime. He doesn't serve to be running away. Running for is there to be voted out. So vote him out. He has no respect for America. Slavery was bad, I grant you. But the America... Re- more. Oh, oh yes. No. <laughs> he is pissed off. <laughs> oh no, I'm he in pain. God, tagged making men type paragraphs. But the American uh, flag of stripes and stars are not that one that starts with X stripes. Does not. Neither one has anything <laughs> to do with slavery. Has everything to do with the North being fully to the South. They put a gun to the South head and made him buy slaves then they going to put a gun to their head is trying to take this place away and their plantations and their factory secret carbines and tracks what <laughs> what okay that went really <laughs> factory secret carbines i don't understand what's happening what's happening is heath McEwen telling the truth and uh slaves secret carbines and tractors because the black didn't do the work and still their wealth there are their money their statues robbed the south line was the mission of the north and put yourself back in the um did we ask to be here no but the blacks didn't do the work, we so it's okay. Slavery didn't build America? What is he talking about? I don't think they're talking about yeah, much of it's, anything. Okay. It's just, this is how Ed would leave a comment. This I, is probably Ed. Sadly, I think I know what he's trying to say. Okay, what, what are you reading on it? Oh, so there was this whole thing about how right before the Civil War, Southerners were complaining that the North was like, too aggressive, not just trying to take her the, take away their rights to slaves, but they're like, how come we're growing all this cotton and then we have to send it up north to go be made into fabric in factories? Like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like, ignoring the fact about the whole slave labor part, you know, they're right. like, it's our cotton. I was like, but you slaves, to, you know, that type of shit. And like, because there was like a whole essay someone wrote about like how he, basically he was, um, you've heard of finishing schools? That was like a thing back in the day that you, if you were like high class, you would send your daughter to a finishing school to learn how to like be a proper lady, right? So like proper table manners and blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, you're supposed to like host dinner parties when you're rich or whatever. And like, he was like livid that like all the finishing schools were in the North. He's like, why do we have to send our daughters to the North to learn to go to finishing school? So they're like, there really was a sentiment in the South of like, how come everything's in the North? Why does the North have every, it was coastal elites of that era, (laughs) basically. And I think that's might maybe be what he's trying to like refer to. Now, Obviously, you know. I don't know if this person's pro capitalism, but <laughs> and I also don't know if they hold this thought or have ever said it out loud that um, hey, not all white people own slaves. But maybe, maybe they hold those thoughts. This tends to come with that kind of uh, mindset. Yeah. And so if everyone doesn't own slaves and you're pro-capitalism, the capitalist gets to do with the cotton what they want. It's their cotton, yeah. their field, yeah. their slaves. Yeah. Why don't you have your own slaves? Pull yourself up by your slave straps, loser. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ooh, shut the fuck up. Mean. No, I mean, that really is, like, the mentality they have, though, because they're really like, it's our stuff in the South, and it's like, no. it's not, Just because Amazon is, you have an Amazon factory in your neighborhood doesn't mean Amazon is yours. It's fucking Jeff Bezos. Right. <laughs> like, he owns that shit. It's not yours just because it's in your town. But, yeah, but that really is that, like, but we're all in this together, right, guys? We're, like, all being white people together. We're all... You know, (laughs) but that was that shit I said where a lot of these people realize the only time they'll be around the white people that they idolize is when they get buried in the same cemetery. That'll be the one and only time, you know, but um, something that I did find funny in the beginning of that comment was he said that it should be illegal to burn a Confederate flag. And that's really funny to me. And like, obviously, this person couldn't possibly begin to articulate why. But I would just (laughs) like to ask. I just want to know. Why is burning the flag of a, a group that committed treason against your country? Why do you think that should be illegal? That's all I want to know. Because that was an act of treason. Let's see. That's a long... Do you want to finish that comment or move on? Oh, that's up to you. Um, Although we might cover this guy again tomorrow because apparently he was on Breakfast Club this morning. Oh, yeah. He's going to do the media run. I know the Young Turks are trying to get him hard. It's like Young Turks and Jimmy Dore are fighting it out to get this guy Oh, I'm sure. But no, he just posted 40 minutes ago that he was on Breakfast Club today. So I got to see what he said on there. Yeah. We'll see. see. They raised $100,000 in their campaign. Good job. Should we donate to his campaign? Uh, I don't know. I guess find out more. Yeah, right. Is he? Yeah. Is he transphobic? Is he? I always jump to that one pretty fast. Because that's like like a such a um, witness test sort of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Makes me want to go and see if the Breakfast Club is live right now, even though it's 11.36 and I'm supposed to be moving on with my moving on. Let me see. Uh, Break Fast Club. Let's see if these uh, folks are getting it uh, popping, oh, as it chambers. were. Wake that ass up. Early in the morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, let's wake Morning, that ass up. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are get to it. Simple traffic violations and arresting them for that, right? We had 140,000 people with those in Baton Rouge. And so I thought that if you can't handle what happened with Lamar Johnson in Paris prison, then you don't need to open a temporary jail to cart people in on. And so I wrote columns about that. People read it, showed up at a meeting. A couple of other young black men showed up at the meeting, and we killed it. And that was kind of like the beginning of my journey into advocacy. It was because there was an issue in my community. I had a... Okay, so he got he got into politics via activism. Good money, good money. Dancing it forward to the eight-minute point. Charlemagne is there, hands clasped, ready to ask a question. So I'm an ordained minister. Uh, and grew up in... All right. So, yes, he's transphobic, to answer your question. <laughs> he's an... Ah, uh, jeez. And, and the irony of when he says that, like, almost kind of close to center screen at the top is a, uh, a OG pride flag. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, an OG pride flag right there. The church deeply and always knew that at some point God would use my voice to speak to his people. Uh, I'd use this as my pulpit, basically. Uh, my campaign slogan is do good and seek justice, which is Isaiah 1 and 17. Do good, seek justice, help the widow, the orphan, the oppressed, and the poor. Uh, I live by that. And this is really just an opportunity for me every time to live out my faith. Um, that when we talk about the issues that we face as a society, um, 
Jesus was about healing the sick, right? And if he came okay. and healed the sick, then why isn't Medicare of all good? If, if that was a, a, a structure of our faith that we believe in. can't really see him. Oh, okay. Oh, beads on his wrist? Yeah. Oh, they're not showing up. I know he's in New Orleans. Yeah. Hmm. Because I guess it is smart to go with the, I'm a minister and I'm Christian because most people, like, most yeah. black people are Christian. It's going to help mm-hmm. get the vote. Especially in Louisiana. Yeah. That's the funny thing about covering politicians that are not in your voting district. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not trying to appeal to you. Right. Like, that was a critique of Nina Turner that she went too centrist when she was running for her house seat because she was trying to appeal to that uh, mm-hmm. that voting district. Yeah. Right. This is really just an opportunity for me every time to live out my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, that when we talk about the issues that we face as a society... Um, Jesus was about healing the sick, right? And if he came and healed the sick, then why didn't Medicare for all good? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what did he say? Good for us. Liberation if, if theology, yes. Society, it's, so, um, it's a smart way Jesus to... Was about like, healing let's the talk sick, about what's actually right? happening, but let's sprinkle Jesus in there good? so y'all actually mm-hmm. listen. If, if that was a, a, a structure of our faith that we believe he could redeem, then we also have to have the knowledge to understand that medicine works, science works, and if we pay into a system, the church get 10% of the money from some of the people, the government get 30% of the money from all the people, they should be producing solutions in healthcare for the people in this country. Boy, Gary, you been cheating, man. You are all day <laughs> Minister and you got a background in media, mm-hmm. they ain't even see you coming. Don't Did you say it. medicine <laughs> works and no, science no. works? Mm-hmm. That's interesting from a Christian. They usually say, Yeah, he, know. I can hear the liberation theology seeping out. I like it. I, what, I, I, I dig liberation theology. Um, what is liberation theology? Uh, literally the opposite of gridlock. <laughs> um, Wait, it's ba- what's gridlock? I said yeah. Greg Locke. Oh, Greg Locke. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically the type of stuff he's talking about where there are um, Christians invested in liberation theology who are very um, like, we want to be like not anybody else in the Bible, but Jesus. And this is the shit Jesus, Jesus did. Mm. Jesus fed hungry people. It's our job to feed hungry people. Jesus, um, you know, was pretty into gender equality at the time. We need to be into, into okay. gender equality like that. Like that's what Jesus did. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so that um, when it comes to like, this is actually really popular in a lot of um, like, Latin America, you know, like Mexico, Central, South American thought is this type of liberation theology. And so the way, like the reason that the U.S. keeps fucking with South America so bad and constantly overturning their governments is because a lot of their activism is tied into the church because it is like, no, this is what God wants us to do. And so like liberation theology has always been like a huge part of um, like certain social justice movements, especially in like highly Catholic countries. And of course, Louisiana is known as uh, being more Catholic than other places in the South right. uh, mm-hmm. on some level, right? Like New Orleans, because it was because it was colonized by France first, and French people were Catholic as opposed to English, who were Protestants. Mm-hmm. So there was like already a Catholic. So I so I could actually see um, that sort of like that sort of uh, theology being prominent in places in Louisiana, honestly, um, because of the Catholicism roots. But yeah, no, like I support liberation theology. I'm still gonna wonder what his views are on abortion and trans people. Yeah, that's why we're going to skip around a bit. It's only like a 30-minute interview clip, so we can skip around a bit, and then Um, we can eat something. How you got to go? Oh, no, I was going to say, I actually went to his website. He does not have any policy positions up right now. Nigga. It's where to donate, it's where to buy merch, and his background story, but not any actual, like, and this is my plan to get Americans working. Can you look up his age, please? Yeah, that that matters to me, right? Age brings context to like what a person has experienced in the linear time and the trajectory of culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? Like, right, like your age. That that's why I think earlier in this long ass recording we're making, mm-hmm. like I pointed out where it's like no, like someone um, seven's age. He's, who's, what was I, born in eighty five, thirty six. 
36. Interesting. Yeah, someone born your age, we're gonna have to contextualize and be like, oh no, like your grandmother was born this short amount of years after the particular Holocaust in Germany. Right. Right, things like that. Because you're gonna be like, what? What the fuck? When was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, he's 36. Mm-hmm. So he's not too far from us, right? right. He's three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And he's in the modern media landscape. Mm-hmm. And he has no policy positions up because he knows he doesn't have to. Right. He made an eye-catching video and told you where to donate. Mm-hmm. Right? Make yes. an eye-catching video and link your Patreon. Yes. Uh-huh. And then I think it's also... Um, oh, Jesus, blog talk. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Shit. I think it's also um, actually, like, really smart because... Um, of if he's but he is saying his policy positions on interviews and things like that so I think that might actually be smarter because no one will know what your policy positions are unless they actually read past a headline right which may be good in the long run yeah because he may be saying some shit on the breakfast club that white people may not like but white people don't really be watching the breakfast club Mm -hmm. so they'll never know right (laughs) and then if he goes on like a crystal ball show he's been on morning joe He's been, did he talk? I wonder if he talked to the white people different. I would, I would go, I would be willing to go back and see. That is, oh man, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, right? this is interesting. I'm going to keep my eye on this young man. And I want to say like, yeah, we're going to get into more of this tomorrow. It's like, no, we're <laughs> fucking literally trying to add another person to the household tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yes. right. Yeah. Did yes. he send you pictures of the I duffel knew. bags and whatnot? Knew. Yeah. I want to see if we can at least write. The like what you're interested in taking the trip? Yes. Yeah, right. And then that would leave me with just one, and I, I will literally just order just him order a pizza. pizza. I know. I will order a pizza <laughs> and park him in front of the television set because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna look at my tablet that he cracked and just be like, "That's what you do." <laughs> All right. All right. A little bit more of this before, because remember, we're minding Phoenix Kalita's chronic pain here. Now, you recently went viral for, uh, you announced that you were running for Louisiana Senate and you're smoking some weed. No doubt. Talk about that. Well, uh, I think that we wanted to cut through the noise. I, I do smoke cannabis. It's not uh, something that should be controversial anymore. 68% of people in Louisiana believe that cannabis should be legalized recreationally. Um, and in order to make sure that we destigmatize a lot of these things, people who have platform influence, whatever that is, they need to use that platform and influence to steer a conversation. Uh, it worked. It did. You know something I would say if I did that? I would literally like point out and be like, and I went to Illinois or I went to one of these states where there is legalized cannabis so that I'm not breaking the law because running as a lawmaker, I want to present Mm -hmm. myself as a citizen that's not breaking the law, right? And because I have the means to do so, but now what about someone else who has chronic pain like Phoenix Mm Collider or has anxiety or something? They don't have that access there. For them, it would be breaking the law to uh, seek it, acquire Mm -hmm. it, have it in their possession and use it for mm-hmm. crimes off top right there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's right to do. Yeah. And so I just had to do all that, but the next person can't let's get this stuff decriminalized. Yeah. Oh, this guy, he has a good backstory. Oh, good. So the whole thing is a good hustle. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana, middle-class black neighborhood. Mother committed suicide when he was an infant. There, there's a Ooh. postpartum story there. I'm sure postpartum depression. He was ultimately raised by his aunt and uncle. Uh, one was a teacher and one was a janitor. Yeah. Yeah. And his father was an addict. God damn, that sounds like us right now. I was like, mm-hmm. this is- it kind of does. And his father was an addict. Um, in his, yeah. So, yeah, this is a, 
This is a good. This he is a, a quintessential okay. millennial for that Ooh, ass. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. And he used to work as a manager at Home Depot. That was one of his first jobs. Wow. That was his one of his first jobs. Yeah, he worked at Home Depot and became a manager at Home Depot. So you also can't wow. say he didn't pull himself up by his bootstraps. He right. fucking showed up and got promoted. Exactly. Okay. And became a minister. Right. Um, led protests uh, about the killing of Alton Sterling. So has that. And was the master of ceremonies at Sterling's funeral. Was Al- was Alton Sterling the one that told the cop, I have a legally registered uh, firearm, and then the cop just let off on him? Um, There's so many. I, shoot, hang on. I just... I used to have these memorized. I just hit the hyperlink. Okay, 37 black, 37-year-old black man, Baton Rouge. Uh, they were attempting to control his arms and shot him while he allegedly reached for a loaded handgun in his pants pocket while he was face down on the ground. Okay. okay, no, that's a different one. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. All right. Uh, and no charges filed, of course. <laughs> but yeah, all right. And, and was doing George Floyd protests too. Okay. This guy's fucking 36. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that shit. I did none of those things by 30. So I'm pushing 39. I've done none of these things. He has a daughter who attends the public schools. Uh, he should probably get her out of there. You can't have that add up. And have your daughter publicly accessible to white supremacists. Yeah. Is it a, like, is it mainly a black school? Because I know they're in I mean, it, it sounds like they live in a black neighborhood, but still. Like, even if the school, the students are black and the teachers are black, that doesn't necessarily mean the school administration is black. Because that's usually right. like a citywide thing. So I don't know what the demographics are down there of that yeah like see that that's something that bothers me right it's a similar thing with obama like you you like you can live a whatever you want to call a successful life financially Mm -hmm. and not be president Mm -hmm. right because you have a black wife and two black daughters in this world and you're just putting a fucking target on their faces by their association with you yeah they shouldn't even show president's kids like why do we need to see that? that? That's only legal here. That's not legal in other countries. Are you serious? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Fucking, like... I, oh, you always hear that about something in America. <laughs> We're the only ones who do that stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, because it was... um, Who is it? Is it Macron? Or I don't remember if it's Macron. He's what, president of France now? I don't remember if it's him or who was president before him, but they had teenage daughters and they were never on film. And like they had to tell American media when they would come to America, like, no, you cannot take pictures of the children. Oh my like yeah because he had teenage daughters and he's like you can't fucking put their take their pictures like no yeah like you can't take pictures of yeah no you can't do that there and other place in slightly more normal places um also like this is just a little funny anecdote about this person uh he was at a school board meeting about renaming a school that was named after robert e lee obviously he wanted the name changed um but during the public comments portion he showed a photograph of one of the members who was shopping online during the meeting like one of the school board members was on her phone shopping on, and he got a picture of it and put it up when it was his turn to speak and he was like do you even care why are you here wow <laughs> like, so he just they are gonna lynch this man but all right sir hmm. okay a little bit more it cut through the noise and it got us to talk yeah that's the thing what seems you have to realize like just play the clip because she's gonna keep rabbit holing yep she's gonna keep rabbit holing i will about the real issues around uh louisiana and cannabis you got folks in angola penitentiary right now who are serving what amounts to a life sentence for basically simple i think he can skip having to talk about trans rights or anything 
by just keeping to his populism. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah I, this whole time hope. I've been looking for actual policy points and I... None. Life in a district that connects to a community that has no similarities between each other, right? Um, and all of it's rooted in the heritage of bigotry and racism. Um, I think I know that. Ideal and all of those things. Every system and structure of this country was designed around racist policies. Nigga, I know that shit too. Next thing. <laughs> we end up in the capacity to make sure that our voices aren't muted in the Senate. There have only been 11 people, black folks, in the history of this country. We know that too, nigga. Goddamn. This nigga's doing a podcast. <laughs> For the um, <laughs> Breakfast Club listeners, they're going to be like, oh, he's so woke. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Of Trump, yeah. right? We're trying to unseat him. Why do you think you know, Democrats aren't speaking up for people like you. Like, because you need that kind of power back. We, we do. Think. We do. We, we actually need the Democratic Party in the state of Louisiana right yep. now to make sure we're the only candidate in the race. We okay. know we've raised more money than everybody else. We clearly built the national conversation. Uh, the Democratic Central, Central Committee should join us. You do not build a national conversation. About what? Finish that sentence. You can't because you didn't actually do that. I'm here to critique. I'm not here to praise. <laughs> people may notice that. Very little praise has come through these big African Negro lips <laughs> in 10 years of podcasting. Skipping around. Uh, I've got a great deal of respect for Cedric. Uh, he's limited. Okay, for Cedric, who's that? Let's run uh, that That back. is the moderate that he's running against. Oh, he's running against a moderate. Yes, who's Cedric, also black. last name. Uh, I clicked away from that one. What about uh, Cedric? Is Cedric showing up? Uh, you know, me and Cedric so we, have we a... Gotta, we got to put the pressure on him if, me, if need be now. Me and Cedric have a, a decent enough relationship. I don't know if he was thrilled that I ran uh, against Troy, uh, but Troy and I, who's the new congressman, congressman Troy Carter, we have a great relationship. We mm -hmm. built that through the campaign trail. Uh, I've got a great deal of respect for Cedric. Uh, he's limited in his capacity because he works for the White House, uh, but there are people who uh, I hope that he can nod his head to and say, you know what, I think the brother's the right person to be in this position. Um, and All right, so he's doing the... Um the, he's appealing to the people that are like, don't have a circular firing squad. Mm -hmm. He's appealing to them like, hey, I respect my opponents. We have great relationships. That business. He's very glad handy right now. Mm. Like, right. It, say he gets elected. He is getting out ahead of when he has to ultimately vote in favor of a bill that is like giving money to bomb more Palestinians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, shit. I, 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 I've watched this thing for so long. I've been looking mm -hmm. at this shit since 1992. I know where this goes. Right. And I think that whatever the people of Louisiana do, we have to ask ourselves, especially black folk, how long are we going to help elect people uh, who continue to disappoint us? Right now we're dealing with the Ronald Green case. what I just say? How long are you going to... I don't know, nigga. Let's have them elect you. See what, see what you do. <laughs> Louisiana, black man killed by Louisiana State Police. Mm -hmm. Text messages found by Governor John Bell Edwards to have known the details of what happened to this brother. Um, we need to ensure that when we put our vote behind somebody, uh, Democrat, Republican, whatever you are, that you deliver for us. That's right. You know, and, and the capacity of those conversations has to has to evolve in a way that that produces real change. I like that. He likes the word capacity. I like that word too. <laughs> and what I like about you, man, you know, first of all, Democrats' messaging sucks. Horrible. Yours is very clear. You know why? They don't understand where the pulse of the people is. That's right. They they, they spend so much time in... Man, I know the Democrats are in an elite bubble. Skip forward. <laughs> is ignite young people in our state. Uh, we intend to build a grassroots movement, door knocking, uh, phone banking, calling people and reaching out. Yes, gra yes campaigning. Yeah, that, that is what politicians do. You run a campaign. Like, you see when they say I want to get young people involved? Yes, you want them to work for you for free or for a very small <laughs> stipend so that you can get a six-figure job. Of which, when you lose your job, what happens with your salary? Phoenix Kalita. 
What? What? No. When, like if you if you lose your re-election. Oh, you get to keep your money, don't you? And your pension plan. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so that that's what build a ground game with young people is. Do they get to keep mm. their health care too? That I don't know. I don't know that one. But then again, if you make that much money, right? Then you just buy what you need. Mm. You can also just afford better food mm. and afford better preventative health care. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, I'm preemptively critiquing. I know where this one goes. Xavier, none of those schools, because he, he does not care. He does not feel like he needs them. He does not. Uh, I've never seen this man in my community. Ever. Mm. And let me tell you something. We got two Republican senators. I ain't no big Bill Cassidy fan. Okay, see, now, now, you see, now he's saying it like Kevin Hart's uncle is coaching him on. <laughs> right? Because he's talking about Republicans. So now it's like, oh, the, the opposition party? The uh, polar... Oh, I'm not going to reach... That's good. That's how you get elected, son. That's how you get elected. I cannot wait to see you vote for an austerity bill and explain why on MSNBC. Definitely night and day different from... Kennedy. And so he's 70. He's out of touch. It's time to send him home. You know, uh, some people. I know. Bernie's in his 70s. He's not out of touch. Are uh, so committed. And this is the other thing. He used to be a Democrat. Okay. In the early 2000s, pre Obama, he was a Democrat. Supported John Kerry in 2004 and ran for the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Democrat. Just like how, right? And it's because, but now with the Democrats, I can't call gay people the F word anymore without any pushback. So I'm mm-hmm. a Republican now. Right. We know that part of the story. Gary? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's hear some more words come out of your chamber. As a Democrat, Barack Obama comes on the scene. Whole bunch of Democrats in Louisiana switch party. Yeah. Now, I want no black man at the, heart, at the head of what they're doing. Switch party, and he switched his accent. He went from talking like me and you to talking with wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's wild. It's interesting to me, man, because, you know, like I said. Be- so talking about me and you, Charlemagne is from South Carolina. They don't have the same accent. I think he means generic southern black accent. Hmm. All right, because I can hear a difference between you two niggas. Shit. In from South Carolina, <laughs> a lot of times... It's, it's habits that a lot of these people just end up back into these seats, right? Lindsey Graham is probably just a habit because those they do have the same thousand, maybe half a million people go out there and vote. What? Kate Cadence? They have the same cadence. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he mentions Lindsey Graham. Remember, folks, Lindsey yeah. Graham is talking the way he's talking based on if he's getting reelected again or not. Yeah. All right? And this is not a reelection year for him, so he can talk shit. All right. He's not actually on your side. He's on Lindsey Graham's side. He needs mint julep money. But we stay home. Right. So when I saw what Stacey Abrams did in Georgia, I'm like, man, I think we can change things in these southern places. The, the South is where it's at. You know, I have this this logic of a new black South and uh, I need y'all to go ahead and uh, switch your residency to a southern state. I know you're going to do your business in New York, but the, the best capacity for black people in America to flip uh, political power and financial power is by moving back to the South. How much was 60 percent? What the blue fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> Boy, your face is like... <laughs> What? What's your uh? What what was your income difference from moving to from the south to an industrial area? Um, definitely more. Uh, what uh like hourly for, rate? Uh, before I was making twelve an hour as a manager, and then now I'm not even a manager. I'm making fourteen an hour. That's two. Interesting stuff. And I can imagine how much I'd be making as a manager here. Probably like 17, 18. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, this we're what a small company. So, you know, they're going to mail more 
God. Yeah, you get the bonus, bonus checks. checks. <laughs> yeah, right? Christmas mm-hmm. bonus. You get a lot of Christmas bonuses in Florida? No. No, Didn't any at all? Thing. No. No? God damn. Nigga, I got bonuses sometimes, I'm pretty sure, just for existing in these <laughs> fucking factory jobs. I remember one, one guy, like, uh, they, I got hired... But I got hired, like, within the last week of one of the quarters, mm-hmm. and everyone bonused for that quarter. I got in on that bonus just for being there for a week. Nice. Literally, I started Monday. The very next Monday, the manager walks up, and he's like, you're new, so they don't have your direct deposit yet, so here's your bonus check. Hey! Wow. Hundred yeah. bucks, lady. <laughs> pretty much almost always gotten, uh, outside of customer service jobs, I've pretty much always gotten bonuses of some sort. Like, not always great ones, but at least something. Right? Yeah. Like, even if it's like a like a $50 gift card to, like, a restaurant. I, like, even that I've gotten for holiday shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying, flip it. See, and, like, now he's he went from liberation <laughs> theology to black capitalism. He did. He mm-hmm. did. But also, like, I dislike that message because it's, like, um... Racism, like in some ways, racism is the same everywhere, but in some ways, it's not. Yeah. Racism in the South is very different than racism in the North, and it feels like um, unsafe to just tell Black people to move, like from the North, to just move to the South if they haven't been there, like culturally, um, socially, economically. Like that's a significant fucking change. You can't tell someone to just go do that. You know what I mean? Like that feels like kind of irresponsible. So who is he really talking to then? Like, is he talking to black people of a certain tax bracket? I kind of wonder. Come down here and get your Chappelle on. Maybe. Yeah. You don't have to audition. He had to audition because he's in the Midwest. Oh man. Gary, Gary, Gary. It's quite contrary. All right. <laughs> all black people in America. 55, 60% of black folks live in the South, right? Uh, we are never going to flip California. We never going to flip New York. There's 4 million people in Louisiana. If another 400,000 black folks move. Okay, but sea level rise, nigga. But also, the like, fuck? but also, like, I don't, I don't understand the long-term vision. Because we did have a black man in the White House and nothing got better. Mm-hmm. We could, I guess, 400,000 of us could be sacrificial lambs and move to Louisiana for some reason. <laughs> um, sorry, I have an attitude about it. I'm sorry. It's never but like, like not a really. finishing but, plan because black right. people just coming together doesn't because, mean anything. Right. So like, but even, it's okay. So even if they flip Louisiana, right, all black leadership, right, black governor, um, everyone in the house is black. Everyone who does policy is black. Every, everyone's black. Everyone's black. That's great. You're still one fucking state in the South, and isn't, like, Texas on the other side of y'all niggas and some shit? Ah. Like, aren't you right the fuck by Mississippi? (laughs) Like, what? How are you going to make Louisiana a safe haven for black people when you're still surrounded by white supremacists, is my question. That's the part that I'm not understanding. Yeah, and, like, and how much are you going to control, and who's coming down there, right? Like, we talk about carpenters, electricians, plumbers. All right, that's at the basic level in a building. Mm -hmm. How about running the electrical grid? Do you have black people that know how to do that shit? Right. Right? Do you know black people that know how to, like, maintain a water tower? I don't know how to fuck to do that shit. Right. Right? And that's that stuff where, like, again, one of my conservative counterparts, Neely Fuller, points to. Rudy's like, all right, let's just zap every single white person out of existence. 
part of the white supremacist power structure is making sure they educate themselves on how to run the actual physical systems. Right, the infrastructure. Yeah, like when you look at the movie um, uh, Higher Learning from 1994, Mm -hmm. and uh, when the white supremacist was trying to get um, Michael Rappaport's character to join them, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, no, you don't need to be like us, like, fully. We need more white guys like you to be engineers, architects, Mm -hmm. right? Let's get more black engineers and architects and shit yeah, first. Yeah, like that should be yeah. a conversation, really. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's not a point in having that if, you know, there is no way to protect it. And also, like, let's be honest. It's going to be another fucking black Wall Street. If we get that many black people together and have a whole state that's run black governor, black lawmakers, gang more black people just showed up within, like, 400,000 black people showed up within a five-year period, it's going to be a black Wall Street. What is the, like, what is in preparation for that? Yeah. I just, I just, I just have questions. I just have questions. So so far, what we've got is, and because it's over, let's yeah. wrap, let's wrap this episode. It's yeah. twelve. We need to eat a burger. We do. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you want to order or cook. All right, uh, we're, we're getting the inside baseball. <laughs> don't worry, of <laughs> uh, fucking um. But so I grabbing video, mm-hmm. right? No policy positions, but this is how you give me money. Mm-hmm. I come in, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All right, now let's talk business. Mm-hmm. Come down here and let's flip this money. Yes. Oh, yeah, but also, I'm going to need to get some of you young people to go door to door because I be needing that salary. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm getting so far. This nigga's a hustler. Yeah, this is a, this is like Tariq Nasheed with some respectability politics on him. <laughs> He's a hustler. All right, Gary, Gary, Gary. WineCellarMedia.com, where we are optimists, right? What did yes. you say yesterday? Why? Or what did someone quote you on Twitter saying? I said. You said. <laughs> I said, think happy thoughts. And then you said. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> That's what I said. And someone quoted that. And they were right. And I think they were like, is their name on Twitter? Laborer with thoughts? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and I think it was like their at. It was like working collar stiff or something. Yeah. Or something like that. Or like working stiff. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's that's just what's going on. So, uh, all right, brother, I get it. I don't want to do shift work either, but I'm honest about it, and I tell people I'm here to try to make you laugh with my stupid fucking podcast, so hopefully y'all niggas will Patreon me out of shift work. Thank you. <laughs> Live streams end. Goodbye, Facebook. Goodbye, YouTube. Goodbye, Twitch. And goodbye, podcast audio of two hours and 11 minutes. Damn, why do we keep doing two 